Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, front face lock. In my vagina. You're about to get front face fucked by the front face lock podcast. Bump Bagwell is what created the front face lock. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Bump Bagwell is who is front face lock. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. What are you, a fucking asshole? And here we go. Have you ever, like, taken a shit and then looked at your shit and wondered how the hell that came out of you? That's so big. In general. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the man who apparently has some sort of issue with racist Muppets. It's Vinny. Uh, what's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up, guys? Yeah, I do have a problem with racist Muppets. Well, I don't really have a problem with racist Muppets. I have a problem with people who have problems with Muppets that they believe are racist. Well, we'll get into that. There's, we got to talk wrestling. We got to cover Extreme Rules 2021. Yes. Because we did 2016 last week, finally. Yeah, we finally finished the Ambrose Asylum match. Oof. And God. if you want a summary of it, it sucked. Yeah. The, the long and short of it... Is it sucked? It was awful. Blows. Moxley's terrible. Jericho was still good back then, but the gimmick was just fucking god awful. Yeah, it was a bad match. And so. the biggest part of the match was the thumbtacks, and that's it. That was it, and that was like the biggest deal because Jericho kept putting up pictures that captioned this, and they would Photoshop it. It was kind of funny. But yeah, so we finally did that. I know everyone was waiting for it. But there's there's a lot to address this week. Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling news. There was another thing that I think you sent me, and then it was all over the internet. Your girl, Sasha Banks, is yeah. charging $30,000 for an appearance. Gs. Yeah, 30000 30 Gs. 30 big ones. There was actually... Oh, there was an actually kid on that post. Really? I saw one, yeah. It was actually... Regular celebrities charge a hundred thousand per appearance, so Sasha charging thirty thousand is really gracious. And you know, she had the starring role in The Mandalorian, where she took down Boba Fett all by herself. That was the that was the tweet. First off, she was in The Mandalorian, not Boba Fett. Boba Fett was in a different show. Second yeah, of all, Boba Fett was in The Mandalorian at the end. Yeah, but she was. It, it, Boba Fett didn't go up against Sasha Banks. I know, and he. She also didn't have one speaking line the entire time. Yeah, and actually, she's not a fucking superstar. I believe, hmm, if I'm not mistaken, which how very rarely I am, you said months ago. Me. You. Me. You. Me. Me. You. You said months ago that Sasha Banks is not the draw she thinks she is, but she's she's very full of herself and is going to yeah. want. You said something along the lines of she's going to want an exorbitant amount of money to go to AEW. Yes. Well, she wants an exorbitant amount. I don't care if a regular celebrity. I don't care 
if Ryan Reynolds, who was in Deadpool and makes $100 million a year, or a movie, asked for $100,000, he's earned it. Yes. Sasha Banks is a star, quote-unquote, in a niche market that not everybody knows who she is. She was in four episodes of a TV show where she had no speaking lines. She's yeah. not a star. Yeah. I'm if The to... Rock wants $100,000, that's a bargain. I'm going to put this in perspective for you. How many speaking roles has Sasha Banks had in movies or TV shows? Zero. So to put this in perspective with Sasha Banks, right? She's had zero speaking roles. Now, you and I, we've we actually said words in a movie. She has zero speaking lines in four episodes of a television show. We had speaking lines in a major Hollywood movie that may have bombed, but it was still a, a, a major Hollywood movie. Yes. Technically, we're better in the acting business than Sasha Banks. Technically, we should have um, charged $30,000 for our appearances. We should. Next, also to put in perspective, this is what I was going to say. Summer Rae was in one of those Marine movies and has a lot of speaking. speaking. So Summer Rae has more acting experience than... So what you're saying is, mic drop, she fucking Sasha Banks thinks she's more important than she is. So yeah, yeah, I, uh, I believe uh, once again, what we said have come to fruition. It always does. You know why? We only deal in facts. That's it. That's all we do. Speaking about women who don't deserve the money that they make, your friend on Twitter, your bestie, best, 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 number one fan on Twitter, and mother of negative one, Amanda Huber, apparently, oh my God, something else that you said was correct. Something that I, me, I said? You did months ago. That you called her out on on Twitter, and you got a lot of shit from her fanboys. Yeah, apparently you're not the only one who thought of that, or people jumped on the bandwagon and was like, maybe that guy's right. So, according to an article, people are saying that Amanda Huber and AEW are exploiting her son and her husband's death. Now, I believe the article was on Wrestle Talk, which I read a lot because it has really good information. And it said, Amanda Huber addresses the haters, the haters that are accusing her of exploiting her kid. And she's like, no, I'm not exploiting it. Now, this is what she said. This is her quote. Negative one isn't earning a salary with AEW. Okay, first off, let's break that down. If you're an ch underage child working he's for... He's 10. He's working for free for a company. Uh, slavery... Child exploitation, child slavery, child labor, it's it, whatever you want to call it, it's yes. wrong. Though, when he's 18 years old, so in eight years, we don't even know if AEW is going to be around in eight years. Right. In eight years, he will gain access to an account filled with, this is her quote exactly, gain access to an account filled with royalties that have been earned from t-shirt sales and other negative one merchandise. Stop right there. How much money is he making off negative one royalties? Who's buying negative one merch to the point where an account can be filled that he's at 18 years old, he gets paid for all the shit he's being put through? Tim. Tim. Marcus. 
Are you buying enough AEW negative one merch to make sure this kid can go to college? I'm going to call shenanigans. Call shenanigans. Shenanigans. You know why? why? I don't think that you can legally, and we're going to, I don't know, I don't know child labor laws or whatever it is. I don't think legally, and we can ask, maybe you can ask your lawyer friend, that you can legally withhold any sort of salary or wages from someone, especially a child, for performing a job unless they volunteered to do it and children can't volunteer. You have to have parental consult, uh, uh, consent yes. to do anything I, as a child. Yes, and I believe if you are working, especially in that industry, you know, obviously children can't work a certain amount of hours. They can't do, there's a lot of things they can't do. So I don't know how much time he's spending not going to school and probably training and wrestling, working behind the scenes in AEW, doing all this kind of stuff. I don't know, but I believe that he's got to get some sort of salary and have sign a contract. I'm sure he's under contract because if he's not under contract and he gets injured or something happens, he's fucked. The liability alone for an adult getting hurt on a job. If you go to a job and you don't clock, if you're an hourly employee yeah. and you don't clock in and you get hurt. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, because... you don't get paid for on the job. You don't get workman's You get none of it. You're not technically on the job. So if you're not under a contract, like when you go salary, you sign a contract. So you're constantly covered by the umbrella. So unless he has a contract. Now think about this. When we were 10 years old, we couldn't go on a field trip to a zoo with 30 other kids and adults without permission slip. Yes. Plus, there were chaperones besides your teachers. Yes. My mother was a chaperone a lot of the times, and she still had to sign a permission slip, which gave consent for the child to do something. So in now the kid says, oh, I do it because my dad did, and I love it. Okay. Well, legally... Your mother had to sign a permission slip of sorts for you to do this. Right, a liability. There's, there's got to be... AW will have to be held unless Tony Khan's a complete scumbag and Amanda Huber's retarded. Once again, we're not picking on her because she's a widower and we're not picking on... It has on nothing to do with her with the being widow and it has nothing to do with and, the kid. And the kid, he's a kid. He's, you know, it's not his fault. But you're either Tony Khan made them sign a waiver waiving all rights, uh, you know, if anything happens that we're not responsible or he's going to be taking care of any kind of, which I'm sure he is because he's taking care of things from Brody Lee, that he's going to have some sort of insurance for them. He's going to have some sort of, you know, in case he gets hurt, there's all kinds of, you know, employee packages. Now, if it comes to, I think they'd even have to pay him like a dollar. Like they'd have to pay him something. It's not where he's just oh, you could just walk on here and do this for free. That's not how it works. And the royalties thing, that's also something that comes in a contract. Which means he's employed. Now, she has said, oh, he's not working. He's not earning a salary. So, But he's still, he's still employed by a company. But I don't... See, I have a feeling, and this is what I was trying to say before, that I don't believe he is earning a salary. No, I don't I think, think he is either. He's earning his salary. She's making that, all the money. I believe that he is employed and the salary is in trust to Amanda Huber until he does turn 18. So it's, you know, like when uh, all these kids that are celebrities, 
they are not making the money. It's entrusted to their, they are, but they're, it's entrusted to their parents where they're, you know, you know, like Macaulay Culkin, he wasn't making himself millions of dollars where he could access it. He went to a trust to his parents and they would take it out of the bank and use whatever. And then at 18, he got the, the salary. Right. right. So I have a feeling that she's using those words like he doesn't make a salary because he doesn't technically make a salary. Kids getting paid. The kid's, the kids are making paid, money. Lie to me and say he's not. Yeah. You tell me he's not getting paid. She, and she's an employee too. She yeah, she works for him now. AW still sells Brody Lee merch. Who's making the royalties on that? She is, I'm sure. Probably, which means that he's only making money as, in her words, on negative one merch and royalties. How's that? How much money is that going to be, really? How does this kid know at 18 he's going to want to still be? involved in wrestling right when i was 10 years old i wanted to be a race car driver when i turned 18 years old i just wanted to figure out how to talk to a woman and have sex with her yes that's it yeah so she's full of shit she's 100 percent full and, of shit. and if she had to address this there's that many people that are calling her out that she had to actually come out of her way to address the situation and you opened a lot of eyes there ryan i was so hoping our name was in that article that would be great i was like looking at it going please say front face like podcast because that would just be amazing that we open that bombshell as include as well as the just incredible one <laughs> but yeah okay. she's fucking she's a fucking liar she's ex oh and by the way if i just may her signing whatever sort of permission slip so he can go make money or whatever go make his royalties Right, and whatever money, let's say, like you said, is go that he's quote unquote not making is going into an account that she's probably making, and maybe he'll be able to access it when he's eighteen. I don't know the Webster's dictionary definition of it, but I'm gonna pretty much say that that's the exact definition of exploitation. Let's find out. <laughs> let's find out. This is, um, you know, we're an educational show. Exploitation. This is from the definitions from Oxford Languages. Okay. Exploitation. Pronounced exploitation. Noun. The action or fact of treating someone unfairly in the order to benefit from their work. Number two. The action of making use of and benefiting from resources. The fact of making use of a situation to gain unfair advantage for oneself. Three. See Amanda Hubert. Ooh, yeah. Pretty much the exact definition of exploitation. Yeah. So, so there you go, bitch. <laughs> so, fuck you, Amanda Huber. You're exploiting your child. I've been saying it for months. Now you're getting called out on it. And we're right once again. Because we only deal in facts. Now go ride your Peloton and hate your kids. Hate your kids because you can't, you don't get time to ride your Peloton. So, what else? Well, I mean, obviously. AEW's ratings are down again, 37,000. Which Eric Bischoff came out and said that AEW's ratings are flatter than piss on a pan. So that was actually my next point because uh, I was going to segue into something else about AEW, but I'll do that after this. But um, it, yeah, you, exactly what you just said. Eric Bischoff, who I, I love Eric Bischoff because he at this point in his career, I don't think he gives a shit. No, he don't give a fuck. 
and he just kind of says whatever the hell he wants. So Eric Bischoff said, uh, it's not like WWE, WWE is losing an audience to AEW. AEW is flatter than piss on a plate in terms of television ratings. It is what it is, and WWE is not losing market share to AEW, so why would they react to something that's not affecting them? Bischoff advised Tony Khan, and this is my favorite, to shut the fuck up until he's prepared to go head-to-head with WWE. I'm a little disappointed in the rhetoric that what I'm hearing out of Tony as well as as the talent. Man, shut the fuck up until you're actually competing and you're actually competing favorably. Yep. He's absolutely right. 100%. And then Tony Khan came out and said something to the effect of, you know, he he competed with Vince and I'm surprised that he's trying to call me out when he competed against him and he know you know he knows I'm competing against him and bish and tell me to shut the fuck up when he was the one who was fighting against Vince. Now listen, Tony, because you're so fucking coked out of your mind, you didn't read the quote. You took everything out of context. He said, "Shut the fuck up until you compete head to head." He never said, "Just shut the fuck up for competing." He said, <laughs> "Head to head until you do it head to head. If you do it to head to head, then you're good." He's saying you're you're saying that you're competing when you're not. That's like saying, "Oh, fucking, I don't know. I'm gonna eat Baskin Robbins ice cream because it's so much better than Pizza Hut. It's not exactly. even the same kind of fucking thing. It's apples and oranges." Now, if I said I prefer Baskin Robbins over Dairy Queen, it's a different story. Or you, or you could prefer the Pizza Hut in your town as yeah. opposed to the dominoes on the other right. side of the state. Yeah, exactly. But And that they only sell pizza on Tuesday between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. So yeah. I prefer to go to the Pizza Hut. Then we could talk. Until then, shut the fuck up. And then, so Tony's quote, for Eric Bischoff, of all people, the guy who got lowered down on a motorcycle from the ceiling... The guy who challenged Vince McMahon to a fight. By the way, he did all those things when he was beating WWE head-to-head for 83 weeks. Yes, yes. To say that somebody should uh, stay quiet is laughable. He didn't say stay quiet. He said shut the fuck up until you're competing head-to-head. Eric is doing an act. I respect that. But let's be serious. Eric used to be a wrestling company executive, and now he's a commentator. And as a commentator, he's trying to stir up controversy. No, he hosts a podcast. He's had a, a, a Hall of Fame career, literal Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Ran a company that beat WWE to the point where they thought they were going out of business. Yes. But he continues his quote and says, When Eric says, focus on the wrestling, I am focused on the wrestling and pushing these people and not running them out of the company. Now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part of the quote. Now, let's, uh, let's just break that sentence down. When Eric Bischoff was in charge of creative in WCW, people were coming to WCW. Yeah, you had people leave like Jericho and and, uh, Guerrero and Benoit, but the big names were coming there because came because of guaranteed contracts. Yeah, they uh, Nash and Hall and Hogan was there a little while, but and Macho Man they were there for a while. But those guys were coming. X Pac, Rick Rude, fucking. Who's a headache? Bret Hart, Bret Hart, Hart. Henning, Rick Rude, uh, Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, British Bulldog, Ultimate Warrior, Roddy Piper, Rick yeah, Flair came guys, back. All those guys were coming to 
WCW because of Eric Bischoff. Ted DiBiase. Uh, Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb. Brian, Brian Adams. Fuck, there's a, a laundry list of people. Big Lex Boss Luger. Man. Lex Luger came back. These are guys that were in WWE that came back when Bischoff was right. When everyone started leaving is when Vince Russo, Russo took over. Yep. Took over. That's yeah. when people started leaving. Jeff Jarrett. Forgot. Jeff Jarrett's another one. He kept going back and forth. Yep. Tony Khan does not have Tony Khan is not a wrestling guy. If you if you look at the history of owners of wrestling companies, they're people who love the sport and knew the history of the business. Yes. Tony Khan does not know the history of the business. Tony Khan doesn't know anything except what a fucking kilo looks like in his luggage because the guy also owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, they do. They're and such a great fucking team, too. The worst franchise in the NFL. Daddy, buy me a football team and a wrestling company, please. Well, I mean, technically, if you look on the books, Tony Khan's father owns AEW. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just gives it to him. That's like Shane running WWE. Yeah, but they don't say Shane is the owner. Right, exactly. And actually, Vince isn't even the owner. Linda McMahon is the owner. Uh, yes, Vince is a well. Vince and Linda combined are the. Um, but he's the he's the CEO and she's the actual owner. I think owner and president. I think she has the majority stake shareholds, and then it's Vince, yeah. and then it's the public. Yeah, I I own. One share, and what's she? And Stephanie's what CFO? I think she's CFO, and then Triple H is back. CEO now. Well, she's she well, she's CEO now, and I think Triple H is back at COO. Yeah. The next part of that sentence is, "I'm not running people out of the company." Really? Uh, uh, are, you, are you not? You're not. I mean, there's a lot of people leaving. I just read the fucking Fuego del Sol is now leaving AEW. I you sent me that another one. So it's him, Cole Cabana, Marco Stunt, uh, Joey Janela, all these AEW originals leaving. They're leaving. MJF apparently is going to be gone, from what I'm what I'm hearing, and that's why they're using Christian to be the MJF character, in essentially, you know, the the fucking salt of the earth. There's a lot of guys going to be leaving. Trust me, when contract time comes up. They're going to be jumping shit. And a lot, how many are unhappy with the product? Oh, you know, there's they a gave, ton. They gave Pac the title just to shut him up because he wanted to leave. And now they have him on some bullshit title that he's got to go all over the globe to defend. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's they the got, title. You're not going to be on AEW television. We're just going to make you travel everywhere to defend it. We have Ruby Riot that doesn't want to be there anymore. They have Nyla Rose that said, I think she said she's retiring. There's Because... All of them are just getting shit on. Keith Lee, okay, great. He's a tag team champ. How long do you think that's going to last? I heard he's fucking injured again. Of course he's injured again. He's out of shape. <laughs> he's a banger. That's a banger. Oh, yeah. And Tim, I love you. I think you're a great guy. Not everything. There's nothing in this world that's a 10 out of 10. Not, Not every AEW Rampage, Dynamite, All or Nothing, Blood and Blood and Whores, all those things, nothing's 10 out of 10. Everything's a banger and everything's a 10 out of 10. It, it just shows your bias. Do you want to know what the, the next banger is going to be? It's going to be tonight, what's happening right now. Do you know what the it's clip. called? Why do they do that every week now? I don't know, but do you know what the match between Jericho and Eddie Kingston, which why are we doing that match again? Do you know what it's called? 
I don't want to know. What? <laughs> it, it has a shark cage, because it's Shark Week, obviously. And the match is called Barbed Wire Everywhere. I am super, super serial. Oh, boy. I got to tell you, that, that, that sounds awful. I love you, Johnny Cake. Good night, Vinny. When you wake up tomorrow, life will be better because the barbed wire everywhere match will be over. Oh. Hey, good morning, oh, Vinny. I'm pretty sure um, I just had a nightmare. And you said that the name of the shark cage match in <laughs> the night between Jericho and Eddie Kingston is barbed wire everywhere that wasn't a nightmare that's real life so they wrapped everything in barbed wire and we're like well what should we call it steve i had this idea we're gonna wrap everything in barbed wire everything everything okay except the shark cave obviously and and none of the seats that the the spectators are in and not the floor because that would be weird to walk on so technically not everywhere as many places as we could put it. But that's too long of a title, so we got to condense it to everywhere. <laughs> we, we, I wanted to call it barbed wire put in, in as many places as we can find places to put it. Safely. Safely, without anybody getting really hurt. Banger. It's going to be a banger. So this is supposed to be dynamite, correct? It's, it is dynamite. It's tonight. It's probably happening right now. So dynamite every week now is just different pay-per-views, like Blood and Guts. and What is that? Blood and Guts and Road Rager and... Well, why is that? Those because dynamite. nobody's watching. Oh, so they want to try to draw somebody by pulling these names in. They want to try to draw people in. They're trying to do what WCW did when WCW would put a main event like Hogan versus Sting for the championship as the main event on Nitro. And so thousands to... of people would turn the channel to watch that. Or when Mick Foley won the title from uh, The Rock because it was a pay-per-view level match. But that worked because it was Hogan and Sting or and Goldberg. Yeah, and it's not every week. And it's not Jericho main eventing every week. With Eddie Kingston. And then, well, it was him versus Blackpool Combat Club last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, but it's also not a gimmick match every week. No, every week is a gimmick match in, in AEW. Yes. And I think Tim did say it, and I will agree with him. Not every Moxley match needs to have blood. You said last week it was like a minute and 54 seconds or something that he was bleeding, Jim Cornette yeah. said. Mm -hmm. Every Moxley match he's bleeding. Because he thinks that's going to get people to tune in. It's getting so stale. Sorry. The, the whole company as a whole, the ratings are dropping. We've proven this week after week. I don't even do the full ratings anymore because SmackDown destroys everybody. Raw's always second, then it's usually Dynamite, then NXT, then Rampage. Yeah. But Dynamite is dropping. It dropped another 37,000. Yeah. Like a fucking anchor. It's dropped 72,000 viewers in two weeks. Yeah, that's not good. And that, that was their two big road rage, blood and guts. So, this is a, not a free-floating house story. This is a hypothetical. Because we um, know how much you love my hypotheticals. Yeah, because I always end up getting raped. Well, no, you're not going to get raped this time. 
I don't believe you. Are you ready? Yes. Would you rather, would you rather lay on a table or get the, it could be the floor full of Legos. Am I fully clothed? Am I fully clothed? Uh, So I'm naked laying. It's going to hurt less if you're clothed. Am I face down or on my back? I guess we could start face your face up first. All right. So I'm on my back naked laying on a pile of Legos. Yeah. Like a lot of Legos really like, so it's uncomfortable or, Oh, it's not done. Oh, not. Okay. (laughs) I don't like that face. And Otis is doing a Vader bomb splash with his nuts and his penis going directly into your mouth. Once or like over and over again? Over and over. He has really good aim. Yes. Onto the Legos. Onto me, onto the Legos. Yes. And he's wearing a Lego suit. That would also hurt him though, wouldn't it? No, because it's the Legos are facing out. Oh, and he's got like some kind of protection from the Legos yes. to his. I'm not or, uh, or, <laughs> or, or, we resurrect George the Animal Steel. Okay. And he fancies you. Like he did Miss Elizabeth around WrestleMania three. Yes, and he fancies you a lot. He's got his tongue dyed. He's got his hairy body, and you allow him to make love to you on a bed of nails. A bed of males? Nails. Like a bed of other men or a bed of letters that are being sent? No, nails. Nails. The wrestler from the 90s? No, like nails. So my choices are I get Vader bombed over and over again, naked, on top of Legos, by a guy who's wearing Legos and his nuts and balls fall in my mouth every time, or get fucked by George the Animal Steel, who's dead, on top, of a, on top of a bed of nails. I'm going to go with Otis. Otis, Lego Vader bombing you with his balls and cock in your mouth, wearing a Lego suit. I think the nails would hurt more because they're sharp. What if he puts Legos, uh, he has wearing a Lego condom? Do they make Lego condoms? They do now. So Otis is also wearing a Lego condom. Yeah, it's it's uh, one of those fancy two hundred piece. Does it have the so, instructions? It looks like a rocket ship. <laughs> Still gonna stick with Otis. How can I make the George Animal Steel more appeal? Okay, he lets you hold the teddy bear. But I'm still in a bed of nails. Is it like a bed of nails where it's like just a pile of nails laying on the ground? Or no, it's is it like, like a bed. Remember, like remember in uh, Police Academy. Please carry me three when he's got the bed of nails. Yeah. Pastoral Pedic. Very good for back. Yeah. Pastoral Pedic. Very good for back. What position is he doing me in? Missionary. So my back is on. Oh, doggy style. So my knees and my hands are on the bed of nails. So you're, is bent there... over. you're bent over to where your torso and your face pushing your face <laughs> into the <laughs> bed of nails pillow. Is he pushing my face into it? Yeah, but that that part where he's pushed, this is the best part about it. Because <laughs> that part of the bed of nails where he's pushing your face in is that thing that you have when you're a kid that throws those little pins in your face. If you push it, oh, the, yeah, the, the, the paperweight thing. Yeah, and then your your facial imprint will be on the other side of the bed. 
Oh, well, then I got to go with that. So that made it more appealing. Yeah. What if it's nails is underneath the bed of nails? There's more nails under the bed of nails? <laughs> no, no. So what happens is... So, Georgie Animal Steel's fucking you, doggy style, and you're standing up, like, bent over. Your whole body's on the nails. Your face is in that impressionable thing. But underneath the table is the wrestler nails, and he's got a raging boner. And when you push your face into that thing, the mouth hole opens up, and nails his penis goes into your mouth. So I am being raped. No, because you agreed to all this. I didn't agree to the nails being under the bed. Okay, it could be, like, the berserker. Well, I'd prefer it be nails because I felt like every time he does it, he's rubbing the nightstick and he's just going, boss, man, like every single time. Whenever you go down, he says, boss, man. So whenever my face gets mushed into the bed and his penis comes up into my mouth, he goes, boss, man. Exactly. So one way or another, I got a dick in my mouth. So, caveat to Otis. You there? Yeah, I'm listening. So, now he flips you over. Oh, so he's still going. Now I'm face down. Yeah, because he got you like 57 times face up. But I've already agreed to the George the Animal Steel one. You're not agreeing yet. Oh, there's more to it. Okay. Yeah. So, he gets you face down now. And he still has the Lego condom on but now he's violently ripping your anus. I don't know much, how much more ripped it could get, right? Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> still going with uh, George Gamble Steel. I'll tell you why. The more His I hairy, thought about it. hairy, body is rubbing up against you. But. If your you remember, body hair is getting tangled together. The more I thought about it, if you remember how he treated Miss Elizabeth, he was a gentle, loving soul. And I feel like he would make sure I didn't get hurt. Because you know what happens next? What happens next? He's old and dead. But when he comes back to life and they make a clone, the clone's never as sharp as the original. Yeah, and it's like a mouth. They, like, there's a little bit, something's a little bit off with him. So he, he has memories, but they aren't, they don't translate into the clone as well as the original. So his memories are him ripping into the turnbuckle and eating it. Right? Remember that? He sees your balls. <laughs> and he thinks it's the turnbuckle. My balls are pretty turnbuckle-like. Yep. Turnbu- turnbuckle ball Brian. Turnbuckle balls. That's what they used to call me in high school. Here comes turnbuckle. old turnbuckle balls Brian. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he... He pauses after all of this goes on, and he goes and just feeds, feasts, feasts on your ball bag, and all the stuffing comes out. So I am being raped. Eh, I would you consider that rape or more like attempted murder, assault, cannibalistic rape? I would consider that. <laughs> We've reached new peaks here on the Front <laughs> Baseball Podcast. Cannibalistic rape. Mark that down on your bingo card. (laughs) Just saying, if we did have a front face lock bingo card, non-consensual sex with Ryan would be the free space. (laughs) (laughs) We should come up with a bingo card 
that every week it will be something we talk about and we just send out a bunch of topics and we let people like fill their own things but the free space is always non-consensual sex with ryan <laughs> so you don't like the lego idea huh well i prefer that to get my balls eaten what if it's an erector set instead no i'm brand loyal i'm a lego fan we're what going if it's legos was a Tyco? Those big Legos? No. We're going Legos. Oh, Le Lego Legos. Lego Legos. Would you prefer it to be like the regular pieces or do you want like all Lego people standing up? No, no. Regular pieces. What if it was like designs of Lego uh, sets and then you got picked up on the turnbuckle like your legs are wrapped around Otis? And you, he jumps off with you, and then you crash into the Lego set. Like you got like a Lego Death Star on the floor. I kind of prefer to be like you know, like Mick Foley used to pick up the bag of thumbtacks and just and dump them out. And it was, but that it's that, but it's Legos, and he just dumps the Legos, out and everybody goes oh, and then he pile drive or body slams me onto the Legos, and then he pulls out another thing under the ring, and it's the Lego suit. And then he pulls his dick out of the hole and rolls down the Lego condom. <laughs> does, the Lego, does the Lego condom have a reservoir tip? I was literally just going to ask you because that's your. This is your scenario. Wait, no. Does the Lego condom? It actually. It's just like the uh, the base of Lego, and you have to build the Legos on top. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just wrapped, and it's got all like the the pegs. Yeah, and then you, you have to build the. Yeah, you could put different things on there. Make it different colors. Yeah, you could build, like, it, make it longer, wider. You could put the people on it. You have one guy hanging off the side. <laughs> <laughs> like an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Put a little pirate ship flag on it. That's it. Yeah, the Jolly Roger. Yeah. Oh, you know what? At the end of the day, at least you're having fun. Um, I'm always having fun. Just getting raped and taking names. You're just running through the rosters. Yeah. I've been raped by half of AEW, WCW, and WWE. Living and dead. I'm, I do not discriminate. Uh, so, okay, we could go to free-floating hostility. What, I want to hear yours. And now, without further ado... Free-floating hostility. So I hope you're ready for a little random anger. Well, I was at Wawa the other day. Okay. And I was I, I just bought a new pair of Converse All-Stars. And okay. I was on my way to work, and I went in to get coffee and a breakfast sandwich. Okay. And I was standing in line. I get the pork roll uh, and cheese, or pork roll Ooh. egg and cheese, depending on what they have. Oh, I get um, sausage, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Well, I, I always get it on the bagel, but I get the, you know, the pre-made sandwiches because i run in i get the coffee and i grab the sandwich and i get napkins and i get in my car and i go to work and okay. i'm standing there and some guy behind me is I, i'm not even paying attention i'm like at the register and i'm you know she's ringing me up and i got my credit card in my hand because there's no more panic in the world than when you put your credit card in and it's like waiting 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 please remove card and you have to like yeah. pull, quickly pull your card out and then put it away so the next people in line can go and the guy goes Cool chucks, bro. 
and I, I I don't even acknowledge it. And then he cat he fucking he fucking reaches over and fucking touches me. No, he, he didn't. Touches, yeah, nope. he did. Yep. He touched he fucking, you. He fucking touched my shoulder. He touched you. Was yeah. it Georgie Adams deal? <laughs> no. He fucking re and I just feel a tap on my. I go, huh? What? And he goes, cool chucks, bro. And I go, it was an older guy. And I say older. I'm 41. He was probably in his 50s. Right. And I'm like, thanks, man. Like, you know, it's like fucking seven o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to just get my coffee and my sandwich and get the fuck out of there. Right. And he goes, he goes, yeah, man. I used to get those all the time. And you know they they got so expensive. I'm like, yeah, you know. Now I'm like getting, you know, I'm getting my stuff. I'm putting my credit card away, and I'm literally starting to walk towards the door. And he's still talking. And he's like, you know, I have I have a couple different color. And I I just I literally stopped. And I said, I'm leaving. I'm going to work. Have a good day, sir. And he's like, yeah, man. I just wanted to compliment you on your shoes. And I said, thanks, thanks. I guess they're really not that expensive. They're like seventy bucks. So they used to be like, they used to be so, like twenty. Did you like? I mean, you could get the Payless ones or the Walmart ones are like twenty. Yeah, but I still I'm brand loyal. Did you fuck? We did in my car. <laughs> right after no. that conversation, like but I that, felt bad. But but that's not that's not it though. No, that's not it. It's just a long line of things that always like I used to always every night go to a bar by myself and just have a couple of drinks and then come home and I'd be sitting there and I don't know how much more antisocial I can be. Than having a hat on over my eyes, staring at my phone. Yes. Head down, staring at my phone. And yes. inevitably, I could just sense sense people talking to me. Like when somebody sits down, and if out of your peripheral vision, you just see them looking around, or they start mumbling to themselves about something that's happening in the room, they're going to talk to me. I was at a bar in Asbury Park, and I was sitting there. It was after work. And I'm, I'm literally just sitting there with a beer, and I have my head down, and I'm sitting on my phone, and the bartender knew me, and I talked to her, and that was about it. And, I, and I'm, I'm sitting kind of close, it was a square bar, and I'm sitting close to the corner. And somebody sits, like, you know, I'm on this side, and he sits diagonally across on the, you know, five feet away. Right. And he sits down, and he just I see him just looking around, and he goes... Man, this place has a lot of liquor, and I go, oh shit! I literally said, I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna fucking talk to me. I in a bar? No, in a bar. It's dead. It's not that, like there's it, not a lot of. Does in, a, in a bar? He said this place has a lot of liquor. Yes. It's not like he was at a church. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like this, this, this particular oh, food in this place. This place has a lot of bottles above, like, okay. but it's it's a but it's not like it. To your point, it's not like it'd be like if you walked in and to a supermarket and you saw the orange display and there was like a hundred oranges because they only you know some places will put like two out or four out, but they put all of the oranges out and you walk up and go, wow, this place has a lot of oranges. That was the comment he was making. Uh. But I could just sense his eyes just looking at me. He goes, "Hey man, do you ever drink some of the the whiskeys that are up there?" And I go. I'm just looking down, and it's like, what? I said, hey, man. Yeah. Literally, he's like, hey. You know, I, one of those whiskeys up there, man? I'm like, um, I just lied. I'm like, I, I literally have like a Guinness and a, and a shot of Jack next to me. And I'm like, I don't drink whiskey. He's like, oh, they, they have a lot of uh, vodkas, too. You, you get, I'm like, I don't really drink hard alcohol. What about, what about they got a lot of beers, too. This is chocolate milk. I didn't say what's that. The other, what's the other thing? Iced tea. Oh. They got a lot of soft drinks in here, man. <laughs> but it it happens to me everywhere I go. That's that some 
I don't, I don't, I don't know what about my face is inviting to, hey, let's start a conversation with that guy. I'm going to tell you the problem. Do you want to know? Yes. So you being antisocial is actually inviting people to talk to you because they feel bad because they think you're like, you're like, you're like, oh, look at that lonely guy. I'm going to try to be friends with him. But you're not being, you're not lonely. You just don't want to talk to anybody. But they are interpreted as to them, you're being invite, you're inviting them to a conversation because they think that you're just looking for a friend because you're by yourself and you're lonely and you need someone to talk to. But my face in my phone is not yeah, indicating. Like, oh, look at him! He's so sad. He probably just broke up with his girlfriends. You know, he's probably he probably got rejected by Otis, and you know, Otis came inside of him. The Lego condom broke. Now, you know, people are sitting there going, maybe he just really wants to talk to somebody, and that's what we're gonna do. Or it's like, hey, 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 Gary, I bet you ten bucks you won't go talk to that guy over there. <laughs> face of the phone i get it though it's been to the point where the bartender at the places i used to regular would say to people that would start talking to me they would literally walk up and go you don't don't talk to him he doesn't like to be bothered and i would like literally throw them like 10 bucks like thanks thanks todd like there was literally a bartender at the arrowhead i'd be like thanks todd and i'd throw him like 10 bucks because somebody would talk to me todd walk over uh he doesn't like to be bothered but it Um, happens all the fucking time i i do empathize with you because I feel that that happens to me if I'm out and about in like regular places. I don't go out to bars and stuff anymore. Uh, but if I'm somewhere and I'm just at, like, I have that face where people, you could like, I know what you're saying. You feel people like swarming around you like a fucking hawk. Yeah. Trying to, trying to get like a dead mouse or some shit or field mouse. And you're sitting there and you're like, oh, God, they're about to make some stupid comment to start a conversation with me. Or you're like, I'll just be sitting in the supermarket and be like, yeah, so uh, buying groceries, huh? <laughs> like, big gulps, huh? I've been in Stop and Shop, which is a supermarket for anybody who's not from the area. And I'll be like in the bread aisle, and I'm not familiar with Stop and Shop as much as I am like ShopRite. Or, and I'll go in the bread aisle, and I'll be looking for the brand of bread I like. And I'll literally be standing, I'll just be looking. And you'll get some fucking asshole just walk up and go, Bread looks fresh today. What? <laughs> I like the seedless rye. Have you ever had the seedless Jew rye? It's fucking great. What? Just leave me alone. So your free-floating hostility is that people... Talk to me. Just don't talk to me. Don't. Nobody talk to me. Ne- ever. Don't ever fucking talk. If I don't know you, I don't want to talk to you. Now how are you supposed to know somebody? I know enough people. <laughs> you know, like I'm free. done knowing people. Like, the people in, our, in, in the league, I love those guys. They're great. People I work with are fantastic. I don't want to know more people. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I've run out. One of my favorite comedians in the world is Bill Hicks, right? Yeah. And he has a great line that, you know, every once in a while, you know, I keep a comedian line in the back of my head because I like to pull it out every once in a while. And I got to pull one out one day because somebody actually said this to me. And I was like, there's no, like, it was like rapid fire in my head. Like, there's no way that this woman just said this to me and like automatically went through my Rolodex of quotes to use and this one i pulled it out and i went perfect i was i forget where the hell i was but i remember i was waiting for an uber and i was outside and i'm just kind of standing there and i'm looking at my phone like oh you're one mile away two miles away and somebody walked by me and said you know it takes more energy to frown than it does to smile no yes they fucking did 
a woman said this? Yes. And uh, my yeah. brain immediately went to my Rolodex, and I pulled the Bill Hicks line mm-hmm. out, and I go, it takes more energy for you to say that than it does to mind your fucking business. And she got <laughs> so mad at me. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. She's, She's like, I was just trying to be nice. And I'm like, don't next time. Just don't. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't care. I don't know you. I don't care. I just don't talk. Why? Why do people talk to me? I'm not a nice person. I'll tell you, that's just like the people, like I said, that like to have bathroom conversations. Don't have yeah. conversations in the bathroom. I'm here to do one thing. Use the toilet. That's it. I don't want to fucking talk to you. We're not going to be friends. It's literally like a 10-second interaction that I don't want to have. You think that I'm talking to you while I'm taking a piss that we're going to go out and fucking be bet best buddies? And we're going to have shots and hug each other? Like, hey, dude, I met this guy taking a piss. I was holding my dick and he had such a fucking crazy conversation with him. He said, this is where all the dicks hang out. I was like, yeah, mine does. I fucking laughed my ass off and now we're the best friends ever. Guess what? We're going to go fuck each other's wives later. We're, we're going to go wife swap. Yeah, like, fuck you. Uh, so, I have something that happened to me yesterday, which is pretty funny. I'm riding with my family uh, back from... the fuck did we go? Uh, I forget where we went. Anyway, we were driving back from where we, you know, wherever we went yesterday. and um, Orphanage just to make your kids feel safe? Or <laughs> threaten your kids like, hey, that's where you're going to end up if you keep fucking around. That's what I would do with my kids, and that's why I'm not a father. Oh, uh, I think it was when I was getting, I had to get something fixed in my tire. So we're driving back and you know, when there's like construction on a road and they have the one guy with the sign and the other guy, you know, a mile down the road with the sign yeah. and they communicate with the radio and one says slow and the other one says stop and they have the cops there and shit like that. So I stand there and the guy's not even holding the sign. It's in like a parking cone. So he just has to turn the sign. So he's standing there talking to a cop and there's no traffic coming. So he's got a sign that says stop, but he just waves me on. So I'm like, all right. So I go. I'm driving up, and there's a guy a mile up with the thing that says stop, you know, because slow is facing the other side. And there's a pickup truck backing across the street, like in front of him. So he's talking to the cop, but he puts up his hand to tell me to stop. And I'm like, all right, he's telling me to stop because the pickup truck is backing up. So I stop, and then he does throws his hand up. He throws his hand up at me. Why? Because he is under the impression that I just decided to go and not listen to his buddy. Like that I was like I was I was I went through the stop sign. So I drive up and I saw that when he fucking like did that. And my wife and my kids are in the car and my wife says she just sees me fucking slow down and start pushing the button. <laughs> And she was like, uh-oh. <laughs> slowed She's down. like, no, no, Vinny, please, no, no. The cop's sitting there, and I rolled down the window, and I was looking at the guy, I go, I go, hey, brother. <laughs> I was like, hey, brother. <laughs> Turned into Hulk Hogan almost. No, I was like, uh, I was like, your dude, your dude down there told me to go. I didn't just go by myself. I was like, so don't fucking flip me off like, like I'm some fucking asshole. So, so relax yourself. And you saw he got super nervous because <laughs> he knew he was expecting it. The cop was looking like, oh, what the fuck? And then the guy was like, uh, you too. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he was so nervous. <laughs> and then, so every, we were laughing about it the whole ride home. But I was like, that shit pisses me off. Like, you think I just did that shit to be a dick? And then you try to flip me off trying to be a tough guy in front of the cop? Fuck you. Um, so anyway, what else you got? I got two two other things. One one thing real quick, and then I want you to do a couple, and then I'll do my, my last one. You know, like when you're driving on the road and there's, like you were just saying, there's construction, but you're like a highway, but and it says like for miles, left lane closed. Yes. Left lane, and then you see the giant signs with the arrows, and then it starts to traffic. You know, there's traffic because people are starting to merge, and you're in the lane next to the lane that's closing, and some fucking prick, usually in a Subaru or something, comes flying up next to you and tries to squeeze in in front of you at that last second. And then if you don't let him go, which I never do, he like blows the horn at you like you're the asshole. Yeah. Or if you actually are nice enough and you let him go, they don't give you the wave. They don't give you the yeah, give me a wave and nod something. Just give me the wave. Or if you try, if you let him go, then like three other cars try to squeeze in oh, too. Oh yeah. yeah. Or if don't you like stop, like let somebody make a left turn, like they're coming out of a parking lot, you slow down, you're like go ahead, and then like somebody else pulls out behind him. It's like I was letting them go, not you. Right. We take turns here. You, yeah, it's called you, yielding. You. Yes. Yeah. Stagger. Let's stagger. Just give me the wave. Just give me the wave. That's it. Just a wave, a nod, or when you open the door for somebody and they just ignore you. Well, we talked about that, yeah. Yeah, no. but I'm just saying that's the same etiquette. Just yeah, just just one finger up, like or two fingers up, like hey, thanks, man. Yeah, hey, hey, buddy, thank you, thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for letting me in, even though I'm an asshole. Like if somebody lets yeah. me in, if I my window's open, I'll stick my hand out the window, like hey, man, thanks, I appreciate you letting me in. I don't verbalize it, obviously. That'd be creepy as hell. I do the jerking off. Like, thanks buddy you made me come oh, now I can get home and jerk off quicker <laughs> I should do that next time next time somebody lets me in I'm gonna go <laughs> spider-man but yeah so every it happens all the time because I commute an hour to work so it, I, I deal with it all the time you know or those fucking guys that have the the LED headlights like the blue ones the blue ones that blind you I I have perfect vision. Those things come up behind me, and I can't see shit. They blind you, and they also remind me, like, when a bug sees a bug zapper. They're, like, mesmerizing. You can't yeah. not look at them. And then you can't see anything in front of you. Yeah. Like, ah! No so pissing me off. The sun. The sun? The, you mean the fiery ball at the center of our solar system? Yes. But it has to sit right in your view when you're driving it, it yeah, is always whatever direction you're driving in. It's like sitting yeah. by around the fire pit. Whatever yeah. spot you're sitting in, the smoke, the smoke. is going in that direction. <laughs> it's true. You're sitting there driving an apartment, and the sun is literally beating you in the face, and you can't see shit. I'm not a I'm not a visor down guy either. I can't. I never I drive with the visor. Down. I don't think visors really work that well. They don't. They obstruct your. They obstruct the view. I think they're bullshit. It's one of those things that make you feel better. It's like a placebo effect. Yeah. Does nothing. Put a pair of sunglasses on, you fucking prick. Yeah. Go splurge. Right, so, so, so what do you, what do you got? Now, I don't, I don't know what our demographic is. Hopefully, it's about the same ages that we have, right, that we are? Uh, pretty much. Mostly men, probably white men, probably people <laughs> with a lot of social issues. <laughs> a lot of... I'm so... I uh, drove past KFC today. You know the you know the place, Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, that's what it used to be called. No, it's just KFC. It's just KFC. 
So it's now KFC. You know why they changed it from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC? You want another reason? Because having fried in the name, they didn't want you to know that it was unhealthy. It's fast food. It's not healthy. When you go in the restaurant, you're still getting fried chicken. There's baskets of fried chicken in front of you. No one's getting the grilled chicken. No one's going to fucking KGC. They're going to fucking KFC. And that brings me to my next point besides KFC. And I love KFC. I think it's great. Stop doing things that people don't like and what your name doesn't describe. So KFC, right? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Are you going to get there? Are you going to KFC and they're saying, do you want the grilled chicken? No, I'm going to get fucking fried chicken. Right. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, pretty much that's about it. Biscuits, right? Macaroni, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Simple. Let's not fuck up the equation. No, you know what we're going to do? No, we're gonna do Burger King. What are we gonna do? No, we're gonna do Burger King, home of the Whopper. You know what we're gonna do? Great idea. Hey, anybody know how we can do something different with our burgers here at Burger King? Steve? We can make them into tacos. Tacos! <laughs> and fucking hot dogs. They have hot dogs? They did. Tacos? Right. Tacos. It's the home of the Whopper. It's a Burger King, not Taco King. It's fucking, and then Taco Bell. I got another problem with you. Aside from everything being the same exact ingredients in a different shell, that's all it is. It's it's literally the same thing in a different container that holds it. That's it. It's the same shit. You're fooling you guys. A gordita, a chalupa, a burrito, and a taco, and a quesarito, and a quesadilla are all the same shit. What container do you want your processed meat in? What container do you want your grade F dog food in? So Taco Bell decides that they want to make fucking breakfast. I heard about this. Taco Bell makes breakfast. No. I've I've never woken up in the morning and said, man, I'm starving for an egg sandwich. Let me go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I never thought of, hey... I really like a sausage, egg, and cheese gordita so I can shit <laughs> my brains out before 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Stop, guys. St- stick to what you know, right? If, you, if you're called Burger King, serve burgers. Yeah. If you're Taco Bell, serve tacos. If you're KFC, oh, there's another one. Dunkin'. It's not even Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's just Dunkin'. Yeah, it used to be Dunkin' Donuts because they would sell donuts and coffee. They, they made fresh every day with Fred. Fred would come out in the commercials and he'd go, time yeah. to make the donuts. Right, and time to touch the kitties. <laughs> but now, okay, I can get the bacon. It's a breakfast food. The hash browns, breakfast food. Bagels, okay. Tuna fish. What? Tuna fish. No, Dunkin' Donuts doesn't sell tuna fish. Dunkin' Donuts sells tuna fish sandwiches. That's fucking absurd. And they sell avocado toast. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. No, fuck you. (laughs) Avocado's not a real food. It's not. It's It's fucking disgusting. It's a buttery, slimy nothing that you have to put seasoning on for it to take. Like, I have my... I don't know if we talked about this. Did we talk about this on the show? What? About, about avocado? No. If we did, I don't fucking care. Just fucking say it again. So my 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 uh, sister-in-law and other people said, 
oh, you should really have avocado toast. Like, I tried avocado, and I was like, oh, this sucks, and guacamole sucks. Like, oh, well, the avocado on the avocado toast, you have to put everything bagel seasoning on it. Time out. You've had a banana, right? I love bananas. I had a banana this morning. You've had peaches? I'm not a big fan of peaches, but I've had peaches. Have you ever had to sprinkle fucking seasoning on your fruit for it to taste like something? I'll do you one better. They're saying avocado toast. You spread the avocado like butter, and then you have to put seasoning. You know what you don't have to put seasoning on when you spread it on toast? Butter! (laughs) Cream cheese. Cream cheese! Yeah, I put... Peanut butter. I'll I'll put an English muffin in in the toaster in the morning... And I'll spread butter on it. And guess what? I fucking eat it. Just like that. And guess what? It's fucking delicious. Yeah. So, all these places, stop doing what you're doing. Go back to your roots. I got one better for you. Uh-oh. Dairy Queen serves burgers. I did notice. Now they're a restaurant. Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Well, technically, it comes from the same animal. It's an ice cream store. I would, used to go to Dairy Queen in the town I grew up in, in New Milford, constantly. And I was actually just talking about this with my mother because they used to have all the cake toppers. You can get the little ice cream cake, the circle one. And across the top of the store, they had all the cake toppers. And I always remember this. They had a Hulk Hogan one. And it was a very poorly drawn Hulk Hogan in the in the pose where he's like, you know, that the, the one pose where the two arms are out, you know. And the trap pose, you know. And I'll never forget that. I always remember that. But we went in there for a fucking vanilla cone all the time. I never thought to myself, I wish this place served burgers. I wish a place that only serves soft serve and hard ice cream would serve me meat and cheese on a bun. Uh, Yeah, so I think we've we've reached the same problem. It's it's a good problem. Stop selling shit that doesn't make sense. That's like if I worked at a window store and I was selling refrigerators. It doesn't work. That's like, that's like if I owned a shitty uh, NFL team and all of a sudden I decided I wanted to own a shitty wrestling company. Yes. It doesn't work. I'm trying to tie it into wrestling every once in a while. <laughs> no, we'll go back to food. We'll go right into okay. food. Chinese food. You ever hey, Chinese, Chinese food? You ever Chinese I love food? Chinese. I love Chinese food. Okay. Got a couple issues with the Chinese food restaurant. Number one, all of them look disgusting on the inside. That's why you don't go to a Chinese food. Nobody goes. I do. No, nobody goes to yes. sit down in a Chinese no, no, restaurant. I don't sit down, but I've gone and ordered the food. Yeah, but I mean, they deliver. But I've gone in there and ordered the food, and they have like a shower curtain blocking where they cook. <laughs> they never well, have. They, that, they never have heat or air conditioning. It's fucking December. And the little Chinese girls wearing a fucking parka. <laughs> well, not the curtain, parka, but a parka. The, the the curtain is where they also give the hand jobs. Yeah, after massage. the massage. But there's Chinese restaurants by me that are like sit down restaurants. Nobody yeah. goes to a Chinese restaurant to sit down and eat. I'm sorry, yeah. unless you're like a five star fancy. Chinese, you're not going to dim sum and fucking sitting down for a fancy meal. Second question. They have the menus there, which are all the same at every restaurant. Every, every single every single Chinese restaurant, from the fucking number of the the combo meal to the little chili pepper next to it saying it's spicy. Same one. 
then they have this system where I don't know if this is like an unsung thing or it's just, uh, you know, I just say, hey, can I get the beef and broccoli combo? That's what I get, or General Cho's chicken, right? They have a pen attached with a string attached to a plastic Chinese food container that's got a hole cut in it with rice in it. <laughs> Dry rice so that you could take the pen out and circle the number and hand them the menu. Why is every restaurant have the pen that's in the dry rice? What does it mean? I don't know because I don't go into, I try not to go into places if I don't have to. Like if the liquor store by me delivered, I would never fucking leave the house. Right. But I know when I call, I call the place and I go, and they go, hello. And I go, um, can I get a uh, chicken lo mein, no vegetables and uh, pork dumplings and General Trials chicken? And they go, number five, number seven, number 12. I'm like, Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, anything else? No. Fifteen dollars, twenty minutes, and they they fucking hang up. They don't even ask for your address because I guess it comes yeah. up on caller ID. See, I used to say I think we talked about it before. It used to be ten minute, and I said I was going to open up a nine minute Chinese restaurant. Besides that, and it's fucking nasty in there. They have the same containers, the plastic containers, the same sauce packets. Everything is the same in the restaurant. I'm pretty sure the tiles on the floor are the same in these restaurants. And the thing that bothers me the most is they have the same shitty plastic bags that they put everything in. They put the egg roll in, and they put the the, the Chinese noodles. That's French, Chinese French fries, I call them. Those little dry noodles they put in the soup. And the, and the, the fortune cookies. The fortune. But the main problem I have, which I've never seen at any other restaurant, staples. They use a lot of staples. They unnecessarily staple everything. I don't need my bag stapled. I can just roll the paper bag down. I don't need my fucking egg roll stapled into its into the package. I don't need the Chinese the Chinese noodles stapled. They must run through fucking staples like crazy. Like if you were to go to Staples and ask what demographic of people buy the most staplers and staples, I guarantee it's Chinese people. It's not like offices. Like, fucking office buildings don't use as many staples as Chinese food restaurants. Guaranteed. Here's your order. Click, 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 And then they put the receipt, and they go, click, click, click. And then they put a menu on the other side. Click, 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 click. Meanwhile, now I gotta fucking pull out all the staples. Not to mention, I don't need another menu stapled to the bag. I know the menu. I just ordered off the menu. And you put them in my mailbox every three weeks. <laughs> Stapled it into my mailbox. <laughs> my fucking, the fucking menu was stapled on my mailbox. I had a term, I had an eviction notice. I swear to God, in my last apartment, I had an eviction notice because I forgot to pay rent once. Uh, you know, it was really tough times. I was scrounging for money for fucking cigarettes and pizza and my couch literally like just changed and i had an eviction notice and i fucking flipped over the eviction notice and there's a fucking chinese food menu <laughs> stapled to the eviction notice <laughs> i think that every chinese restaurant because you never see a new chinese restaurant they're always no, just always there been there forever forever like i've lived in this town for almost 20 years i lived in bergen county for 25 years I've never seen a new Chinese restaurant. There's never a grand opening. That dim yeah. sum is by your house has yeah. literally been there since we were 15, 16 years old. And it's probably there before that. 
Yeah. It, it, it just, and they, if, they, if there's a new We're one, they just. across the fucking Delaware and went to dim sum for lunch. And they, they stapled did. the fucking, they stapled the fucking. Declaration Chinese of Independence. For the Chinese food menu. They, if, if a new one opens, they just appear. They just show up out of nowhere. It's like one day, it's same as dry cleaners. They just, and it's not a racist Asian thing. It's just, you never see a grand opening of a dry cleaner or a Chinese food restaurant. You just notice that the tray cap problem has solved itself mysteriously. Yes. But like, <laughs> you'll see it's like, oh, the pizza place closed down. That sucks. And then six weeks later, it's like, there's a fucking Chinese food place there? When the hell oh. did that happen? Fuck it. I'll take a number five. Click, 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 click. Yeah. But I think they all got together and they said, okay, here's the deal. All of them. All, all one billion Chinese people got together and said, listen, here's the deal. We're going to go to America. We're going to fucking just, we're going to open a bunch of restaurants. This is the menu. Here's the one menu. We're all going to follow it. Here's the design. We've all agreed on it. Here's a bunch of staples. Here's a bunch of bags. Here's the re Here's how you make everything. Because I've had decent Chinese food and I've had great Chinese food. I've never had bad Chinese food. Yeah, it's kind of like pizza. Yeah. I know. I've had bad pizza. Anything outside of Jersey, I've had bad pizza. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. And they just got together and they said, this is it. We've all agreed on this. All one billion of us. We're just going to do this. We're going to get the, the shitty tile, the shower curtain, poor lit rooms, the ragged carpet that's crunchy because people spill things and we just never clean it. Here are your, all your sauce packets. Here's all, all your fortune cookies. All, they're all the same. They're all the same. You want you hot can, mustard? Hot you know, mustard and soy sauce. Did you, know, did you know, sidebar, that there's the special mustard? What? There's special mustard because my parents told me about this. My dad used to love He's loving. He's like, oh, clean out my sinuses. There's another mustard, not the one in the packets. You have to special order. It's like a secret menu item. They'd be like, no, the spicy mustard. And they give it to you in like a little plastic thing all right what next surfers surfers fuck those i want to say a word but i can't say it because i'll get canceled i showed you though yeah. so I, I went fishing last night you fish a lot i like it and you don't but you don't eat fish no but i do for sport catch and release is it a sport when one team doesn't know they're playing it's like <laughs> what you, it's like what, the catch and release. It's like what you do with children under 16. They know they're playing at least because at least they chase okay. them a little bit. <laughs> run! I, I give them a 10 second head start. I go, you better run! And then I stuck. You're like, And they look at you like, oh, fuck. So, yeah, so I was there. And I'm at Long Beach Islands. And it's a very nice beach. It's very nice, you know, with the Atlantic Ocean. And I cast out. And who comes fucking... Waiting, I don't. What is that? They like just—they're not even on the boards. They're just fucking laying on it. Fucking two surfer kids, right where I'm fishing. There's a whole goddamn ocean out there. A whole ocean stretches, beach stretches for the entire New Jersey coastline, and these assholes have to surf right where I'm fishing. Of course they do, because they that. think they own the whole beach. Fuck them. I was hoping to hook one of them. And they were just sitting there and they were like floating in front where I was and I'd like reel in and I would literally cast right towards them. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I wouldn't have cared. 
their yeah. wet suit. Like if you have to get dressed, if you have to dress up in a suit to go in the ocean, you shouldn't be doing whatever you're doing. They also surf in like November, December. They're like the ocean's warmer. To actually, the ocean's warmer in December because you take the whole summer. Yeah, all summer to heat up. Actually, but like, dude, you can literally surf in shorts. That's the same thing with like the bicyclists. Like, you have to wear a uniform to go out there in the ocean. You're not Kelly Slater. You're not no more. Aer- it doesn't make you aerodynamic. It doesn't make you shit. What does it make you look more like a seal so you get eaten by a fucking shark? That's all good. And I hope they do. And you know what? No, keep wearing Yeah, but I'm sorry. I love Jersey and I love Jersey beaches, but it's not exactly the fucking Hawaiian coast that you can be surfing. Right. You're getting, you're getting, what's the biggest wave you're catching in New Jersey? Three feet? Maybe. You're not getting no fucking. Uh, California 20-foot swells. It's not happening. Yeah, there's not a lot of surf contests in New Jersey. What do you mean? I'm a surfer. Mm. No, you're surfer. a fucking prick on a fucking board. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. I think we have another one. Okay, racist Muppet. So, I, I don't know if you've seen the news. About I, I watched the news. No, not about... I, what? What? Now, I'm yeah. a huge Muppet fan. You need oh, to tell me immediately... What is going on? I have Muppets tattooed down my left arm. Oh, you're going to have to get this one removed if you have her. Who? You ever hear of Rosita? Mm, is that the autistic one? Is she autistic? So she's run up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> it's my girl. So that even makes the story even better. She's a turquoise bilingual monster. Oh, my God. That's not nice. Monster. <laughs> bilingual monster. Her debut was in 1991. Meet Julia is the autistic. Um... Okay, okay. So Rosita, I guess she's a Hispanic Muppet. So she's they're doing. If you ever been to Sesame Place or anywhere, obviously you're down at Disney, so you know they do like the parades and shit with the characters yeah. and stuff. So the other day they're having a parade with the characters. You know they do the singing and dancing and some photo ops. So Rosita's filmed walking, and she's walking past a bunch of people and high fiving them. And then there's two little black girls that are there. And they go to high five her, and she like goes like this to like these people that I guess seemingly asked for like a picture. Like I guess she was done, so she like gave them the the finger wag, and then she turned, and the two black girls were like, "Oh hi, can I get a high five? And she was like, "Like no," and then just walked off. So the mom is now suing Sesame Place. You want to know why? Why? And they want the employee to be fired. You want to know why? Why? Because they're saying that Rosita ignored them because they were black girls. Do they understand the guy that's in the costume is probably a Mexican guy that doesn't speak English? <laughs> also, it was like 95 degrees. And all, and when you do the those parades, sometimes they have to like end. Yeah. They can't do like, I mean, I think she should have just high-fived them. Yeah, but probably. The majority of the people that go to Sesame Place... It's very diverse, I would say. So I doubt that Rosita's like, eh, you know what? I'm not gonna. I don't want to slap your hands. Like it, it. But so the mom is suing. The 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 uh the fucking lawyer was like, um, you know, it's not about the money. She needs to be fired. Whoever's the character needs to be fired. And uh, you know, we want Sesame Place to pay for these girls' mental health 
Bills. Fuck you. I'll tell you what. No, 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 go more. Okay. He says, no child should have to go what these two little girls went through. They didn't storm the beaches of fucking Normandy. (laughs) A fucking puppet, a person, a human being dressed in a fucking Muppet outfit didn't high-five you. Go fuck yourself. I don't care what you are. I'll tell you why fuck them, too. When I was a kid, we went to Disney World, and I had a great time. But I'll tell you this. I was standing in... I had my little autograph book, because I was a fucking... I was in, like, third grade. Yeah. Nerd! Third grade. This was last year. I had my little autograph book, and I was... You go up to the characters, and I got Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and all this. And I, I saw. I saw Roger Rabbit. Who framed him? I, I don't know. I was going to ask him. And I went up with my little autograph book, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm next in line to get Roger Rabbit's yeah. autograph." Story. Yep. Go ahead. And he fucked off. They signed the kid in front of me, and then he was like, he waved, and he fucking left. And I swear to God, as a child, I couldn't watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit for like a oh, year. Because I was so fucking upset that Roger so, Rabbit dissed so, me. So it is true that you can have mental mental anguish. I got over it. You know what happened to me at Disney fucking Universal two months ago? You were raped. Close. I was outside in Simpsons World in Springfield. You know who I look over is there? Who? Krusty the Clown. I got a picture with Krusty the Clown. Oh, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Listen, fucking, I go to see Krusty the Clown, and he, there's a line, and I'm like, same thing, next in line, and it starts to drizzle. Like, one little drop of rain came down, and his handler's like, oh, if it rains any harder, uh, we're going to have to go. Like, two more drops came down, and I was just about to get take a picture. She's like, nope, sorry. I'm like, can I just take a picture? She's like, nope, we got to go. Well, he'll be back at 1230. And I'm like, you fucking cunt. I just want a picture. I'm 40 years old. I want a picture across <laughs> the ground. And I couldn't get one. But you know what? I went on with my day. Yeah. Fuck those kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Not because they're black. And that teaches them a great life lesson. Not everyone's going to want to give you high fives, kids. Yeah. Some people Maybe. are going to tell you fuck off. And you know what? It's a fucking fictional character. Yeah, Rosita. Rosita. Rosita's not even a special Muppet. No one gives... I didn't know fucking who she was. was I didn't know who she was either. I love the Muppets. No fucking idea who she was. Your last thing, then my last thing, then we're getting into Extreme Rules. And this one really bothers me. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that I appreciate all that they do. Yes. I think they're very brave. I think what they do is honorable. Saving people's lives, running into burning buildings, you know, put their life on the line to protect and save people. I, I, I appreciate that wholeheartedly. But I fucking hate volunteer firefighters and volunteer EMTs. Volunteer, well, not ones who do it for a living. Right, volunteer. You know what? First of all, they all dress the same. They do. They wear the tight jeans with the belt buckle and their t-shirts tucked in. The fucking sunglasses and the hat. And then they always wear... It's always a firefighter or EMS t-shirt. Or polo shirt. Yeah, all the time. And then they always have... Like, when they're in their volunteer mode, their their belt, 
with the sling with the radio in it, like because they can't carry a gun. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> and they're all the same personality. If you ever noticed, you've known volunteer firefighters and EMTs. They're the same. They're all the same. Yes, and they're nice people. But I get what you're saying. They're nice people, but they're fucking nerds. I don't want you. Like, listen, guy. Listen. Yeah, show up at the barbecue. I don't need to hear you with your fucking scanner on the entire time. And it's like, and you're like, like every five seconds you're lifting up to your ear, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta go to this call. And you announce it to the whole fucking party, and you, and you're like, I'll tell you guys all about it when I get back. And no one cares about you having to go to a fucking garbage pail fire at fucking. The county park or rescuing or, or saving cat out of a tree. Yeah. No one gives a fuck, dude. Like, no one cares about your story. <sighs> you know, like, you all sit around and you talk about how awesome the fires were that you were in. You suck. Go. You know what it is? Bear with me with this connection. It all stems back to 9 11. You think? Bear with me. 9 11. Obviously, huge tragedy. Don't even want to get into it. But. After 9-11, post-9-11, who got all the pussy? The EMTs and the firefighters. First responders, obviously. They deserved it. They're heroes. Right. But then they went to war. And who got all the pussy after that? The fucking army people. The, the reserves. Right. The, the marines. All Yeah, you're a fucking veteran. Right. They got all the pussy. Fall on them a lot. Exactly. But then all the firefighters and the EMTs are like... And I'm not talking about the police. I'm not going to get them involved. But I'm talking strictly about the EMTs and the firefighters. They were all like, what about me? I, I went into the, the building, building too. And they're like, oh, but you're not fighting the war now. And they got jealous. They're like, oh, I guess my pussy well dried up. Now we got all, now we got, now us as volunteer firefighters, we got to fuck the volunteer fat EMTs. Yeah. And, and that brings me to another point. That brings me to another point. You're fucking, you got to put your lights on your car. And then you gotta run, drive down the road like you're the you're the important one. You're no the the fucking truck with the hose on it's the important one. The guys not who the get guy, paid to do this job yeah, are the important yeah, ones. Yeah, not the guy in the fucking beat up uh, Toyota. Uh, no, not even Toyota. The fucking Ford Ranger pickup truck driving with his eighty thousand blue lights on with his fucking stupid ass. Fucking cross-strapped radio. He's like, was blinking lights. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's gonna run out. I was like, oh, hey, chief, what do we got going on here? Like, piss off. Yeah, like I'm, and I know what you're saying because I agree with you. I'm not talking about the ones who do this for a living. Right, like the, the real one, firefighters. The like real the firefighters. The real EMTs. Firehouse. They look like normal people. They're usually jacked. And, and like in really good shape, <laughs> not yeah. like these fuckers. They're like, oh, look at me! Like you're not a firefighter, bro. You are. You are when baseball's fucking men went to war in the Pacific and Germany, and they had to have women play major league baseball. <laughs> you're the a, a league of their own equivalent <laughs> in firefighters. <laughs> you have the guys that are like dedicate their life and they they get paid and they do it for a living and they start off as a, a you know a, as uh you know the the guy who has to ride on the back of the truck and they work their way up to the chief 
and the lieutenant, those guys, they're lifers. They get paid. They dedicate their life to it. And they're normal people. I've met them. They, yes. they don't. I have very good friends that are real firefighters. Yeah. I, I've. This is a fucking real firefighter. But he, he started. He started as a volunteer. He started as a volunteer. And he was the exact. I'll bleep his name out. But he started as the. I wear combat boots. Like the army combat boots, like you guys were issued when you're, you know, you go to war, like you did. I'm not me because I'm a pussy. They wear those with the, you know, tight jeans, just shirt tucked in, big belt buckle, and they, and they're always like, I'm hanging out at the firehouse tonight. Why? Well, because uh, the lieutenant's making chili, and I have to serve all the chili to everybody because I'm, I'm paying my dues. You're not paying you, shit. You, oh, you, you know what else? You know what else? Fucking what? Where's my ass? about these fuckers, they go around to your house, and they fucking ask for money. Donations. They ask for donations. You know what? You know what my donation is? You know what they're called? What? Fucking taxes. My property taxes pay for the fire department. That is what my taxes pay for. Now where you come along and like, would you like to donate to the volunteer fire department? Would you like to get the fuck off my front porch? You fucking... <laughs> wannabe poser piece of shit well, i'm gonna start fucking and 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 <laughs> these fucking jerk offs are usually the ones that start fires so they can fucking be heroes and they wind up killing people Is you that... ever seen that no yeah there's like a fucking it's like a disease where it's like this uh that it's uh, affects a lot of volunteer firefighters because they want to be like the hero so they'll set fire somewhere, and then they'll respond to the fire to put it out, so they can That's be a hero. Psychopathic behavior. Yeah, look at her. Yeah, it's it's legit shit. It's legit. So, so what do you got? my last thing before we get into extreme rules. So uh, my my brother, who we've had on this show, he hosts uh, two radio shows at uh, Fairleigh Dickinson University. It's WFDU.FM. Uh, he hosts uh, Stay Up Late on Friday nights. I think it's 10 to 3. And then he hosts 7 to 10 on Saturday nights. All right. And he's interviewed a, a ton of uh, celebrities and, and uh, musicians. But he got his start with this guy, Evan, who uh, has his own show. And it's the Evan Toth Show. And Evan Toth interviews a lot of celebrities and everything. And recently, Evan interviewed Corey Feldman. Oh, yes. And... Corey was, and you can look it up at the Evan Toast show, and he interviewed Corey Feldman. It was a great interview, and uh, but Nuts. you know, he's fucking crazy. And the whole time, he had the background. Corey Feldman had the background of his new album, and then at one point, he wants to show Evan his new his new album cover, but it it, it got distorted with the background, the green screen background of the album, and he's trying to move it around. There's videos of it. And I follow Corey Feldman on Instagram because, you know, it's Corey Feldman. He's fucking in, you know, the Goonies and, you know, uh, the Burbs, my favorite Tom Hanks movie. And and he he's posting these videos of him, like, recording music videos. and They're awful. They're awful. And I, I, as much as I love his stuff in the 80s, he sucks. Corey he, Feldman? Corey Feldman, I, I love... I love Corey. Listen, he, he we grew up watching him. He's an icon. But I mean, like if you look, look at the Goonies, he sucked in the Goonies. Mouth, mouth. He sucked. 
That whole movie in general sucked. No, 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 no. I'm gonna fuck. I'm now. You cross the line. You cross the line, buddy. No, that that. that listen, I love the Goonies. It's, I love the Goonies. It's one of my top twenty favorite movies. But if you really break that down, it sucks. The Goonies. The Goonies. The best movie ever made. First of all, not even close. It's very racist. It's a racist movie. The police are inept in that movie. What do you listen? They listen. fat. Sh- they fat shame in that movie. This is the eighties. There's You're- rape in that movie. There's m- attempted murder in that movie. You've listened to our show, right? A, cu- a couple times. That's what makes it great. Yeah. So, all right. If you if you want to go down this fucking road, you're gonna now we're gonna have to convince me again. But I don't know. This is a hard one. All right. Well, let's start off with the first scene. Let's start with the first scene. The Fratelli guy is hanging himself in the in the jail cell. Allegedly. There's one guard on duty. Okay, which is normal in a in a police station jail. Okay, one guard. He lets all the prisoners out for whatever. They're all wearing street clothes and sunglasses because I guess that's normal in a in a police cell. Yeah, so it's just a holding cell. I don't, I don't know. Okay. He walks he walks into the Fratelli's uh, cell and he's hanging up until up until the early two thousand late nineties early two thousands. Railway State Prison had uh, civilian clothes. All right, I'm not kidding. I'm trying to get into semantics with you here. No, Samantha's semantics. Samantha's semantics. Who the boss? Who the boss, Samantha? <laughs> so, so he walks into the cell. He sees the Fratelli hanging there, and he he sees him there and he goes, uh, what, "What does it say? Hey, scumbag, or whatever." Yeah, whatever. And, and, he, and he, the cop doesn't go like, "Oh, why does it say hey, scumbag, or what, whatever it says?" And he looks up and he's not dead, and he knocks him out with uh, with a, the worst punch in history, by the way. Yeah, it's a, a reverse double axe handle. Yeah, a reverse double axe handle. And then, if you look, he so he gets a pipe, a bunch of pipes, and he hooks it, and it's clever. But then you think, he's, the back of his cell is open. No other prisoner or guard walking by sees him hanging there. And where did he get the pipe? Where did he get the wire? Where did he get the pen and paper to write the note? And nobody notices on both sides of his cell that it's open, that he's just hanging himself? Or he's setting this up to do it? it was, I thought he just had a wall in the back. No, he's hanging from the bars on the back of his cell. That's where the pipe is hooked. I need to see that part again. But I will say that they don't have to explain all of it to you. They could have just had it. It could have been a process. He was doing stuff. He was pipe. He found the pipe. A bunch of different pipes that happened to work out in the perfect angles that he could hang himself from the, the bars. I don't know. All I know is it was a good idea, and the cop was yes, the cop was an ass. I get it. But then we start guns ablazing. Joe Pantoliano. There's four people in the car, by the way. If you watch it when they're getting chased, there's four people in the car. Sloth. Where's no? It's not sloth. Sloth is chained up in the basement. So there's a fifth for Telly brother because there's a fourth one in yeah, the car. Sloth. sloth might not have been chained up in the basement then. So they let sloth out to to let him escape. Yeah. And I'm sorry. They put a little ring of gas. Nobody notices Joe Pantoliano putting gasoline outside the police station. <laughs> like, he's just out there, like, pouring gasoline. He's just like, mm, nobody notices this. And between it the cell. Everybody. 
it stops everybody from going there. Like yeah. jumping over. Like, I would just jump over it. Yeah, but forget that. The fucking other brother gets from his cell to the front door and no not one cop notices. Not one cop notices Joe Pantoliano pouring gasoline. Then he shoots the flame, which is maybe six inches high. That the cops that the cops would have the cops that didn't notice that the the other brother I can't remember his name. That other brother is le is leaving his cell. They don't notice that. They notice it after the fact that he gets out. Frito Fatelli. Frito. What whatever his name is. Is that his I name, Frito? <laughs> the one from Die Hard. The guy Pockmark Fratelli. Yeah, Pockmark Fratelli. They don't notice him leaving his cell getting to the front door. They don't notice Joe Pantoliano pouring gasoline outside of the building. But they run out, and as they're, I don't know if you noticed this, as they're running out, they're putting jackets on. And then Joe Pantoliano shoots. It's cold outside. It's Oregon. <laughs> so, oh, wait, there's an escape prisoner. I don't want to get chills. Let me put my little coat on. I might catch colds. Might catch a cold. And then he shoots the flame. Why would he just not take a lighter? Or a mesh? No. Or why would he... you think that's a good, like, hey, I've got it. This is the plan, guys. We're gonna we're gonna break old Vito out of we're gonna break Vito out of jail. And the mom's like, Okay, that can't be a great idea, what do you wanna do? And he's like, I don't know if that's how she's <laughs> He's like, uh, so ma, so we're gonna break him out of jail and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go get this gas tank and when I'm get the gas tank I'm gonna fill it up with gas and then I'm gonna just pour it in front of the police station. So when the police come out to change Vito, I'm gonna shoot the gas well, set it on fire, then they can't get out because the flames are so high. He's like, you know, whatever you want because uh, I, I'm just a getaway. Why would? Okay. <laughs> I love that I turn you on this. The wheel man is a seven-year-old woman eating crackers with a mustache. Throw mama from the train. That fi that, that fire, by the way. <sighs> There's two sections where the cops could just run out if they didn't want to run over the fire. There's this little spot on the one side of the building, or there's this giant spot where they could jump over a rally and get to their cars. So a police chase ensues through this this town. Through and, that, and listen, that's a great scene. I love that scene. It's a great movie, but it's got its flaws. Okay, we got to get to the chase because there's a, there's something I can't stand about the chase. What what can't you stand? The fact that they go on a, the beach and start beating trucks. That There's a random beach truck random race. Beach truck race that they have to tie perfectly with when... The, hey, Ma, so not only am I going to set the fires to the outside of the police station, you're going to take this route. We're going to go all the way through town, Ma. Okay, I'll do whatever you want. I, mean, I love these crackers. Saltines are my favorite <laughs> snack. I'm just going to keep driving. Okay, Ma, so what we're going to do is we're going to go... We're gonna go down to the beach, right? We're gonna we got a we got an RV, so our tires should be good to just drive on this wet beach, Ma. And uh, it's Oregon, so it's always raining, so the beach is nice to see. It's like packed in real hard. So, but we gotta time it perfectly, so when they they drop the green flag, that we go, we go and we race these trucks, and we 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 uh, it's a way of us camouflaging ourselves from the police, Ma. And we swerve through them all. We're faster than all the trucks that actually train to be in this race. Now that's good because they just filled up the gas tank here, and you were filling up the gas tank for the fire. I filled up the gas tank for the truck. So they drive around, and Chunk sees the the fucking the the uh, chase, 
And then Mouth is Corey Feldman, your favorite, is listening. His dad's plumbing, and he's listening. He's watching TV, and he's hitting the TV because he hears the sirens. He thinks it's a TV, but it's actually the police chase. So, but the the, the truck part, they get away. Please don't show up on the beach. No, they're just gone. The, the, when they win the race, do they get the trophy? A, do they get the trophy? And B, when they keep driving, does the person that finished go, where the fuck are they going? Hey, wait. Hey, guys! Uh, guys! Uh, you, you, uh, over no, here! I, well, uh, I guess we'll give it to the second place guy since they just <laughs> drove off and then come back. That was weird because it's, it's only supposed to be one to a car. There was four people in that car. Um, hey, uh, they're gone. Uh, you came in second. You you get the trophy. <laughs> so the next scene is obviously at Mikey's house. Which okay, for before we get into Mikey's house thing, can we just talk about the racism in this movie? Data, which is essentially an older version of Short Round from Temple of Doom. Data. Data. He doesn't talk like that in real life. The data falling. They. <laughs> They named the smart, inventive Asian kid, Data, who invents things, who nobody can understand what he's saying, and they have to constantly correct him, but his inventions don't work because in the 80s, Japanese inventions weren't supposed to be as good as Americans. That right off the bat, it's like, okay, maybe, that's a... Maybe it was made in China, maybe it's Chinese. He doesn't talk like that in real life. Isn't he Korean? He's Asian. Like, hey kid, hey kid, gook it up for the camera, would you? <laughs> Again, I know, I know you. Uh, you were born in America, and you you speak with a very uh, eloquent accent, American accent. Can you just, uh, you know, Asian it up for us a little bit, like you did when you were short round? Just be an older short round. An older short, older more mature short round. Who invents yeah. shit? Who invents crappy things? But you want to get to Mikey's house. Okay, so Mikey's house. Who shows up first? Well, I want to set... Wait, the, so it's the beginning of him... Uh, no, the beginning, he's there. And the first one who shows up is Mouth, isn't it? Mouth knocks on the door. Right, and he's combing which, his hair. Which, yeah, combing for some reason. Because every time I show up at your house, I'm combing my hair. You don't have hair to comb. He gets to the front door, which means that contraption... He got past it. Maybe it was down, and he set it up. Okay, whatever. But then Chunk shows up. First Debunked. Debunked. All right, so he sets up the contraption. Then the fat kid, who they call Chunk, which is not as racist as Monster Squad, where they call the fat kid Fat Kid. <laughs> <laughs> fat Kid. They literally call the fat kid. I love fat Monster kid. Squad. Fat kid. Why are you so fat? I love Monster Squad. I've talked to Andre Andre uh, Andre Guire, the star of Monster Squad, on Instagram. I love that movie, but they call the chunk character because it's essentially Goonies with monsters. I've talked to him on Instagram. They call the fat kid in the movie Fat Kid. <laughs> they didn't even try to cover up the fat shaming. Well, they, they call the one stand by me, Lardass. Yeah, so it's Lard. Well, that's a fake story within the story. But their the friend, main... they call their friend Fat Kid. Yeah, <laughs> they, they in 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 Monster Squad, they literally call the Chunk character Fat Kid. Chunk. So they call. Oh, I got two friends. One's a Chunk and one's a. Ch <laughs> <laughs> so 
the fat kid shows up, chunk, and Corey Feldman's Yeah, and Corey Feldman's like, you got to do the truffle shuffle when he makes him show his belly. Which means, did we talk about this before? What? Talk about it. He's making him do the truffle shuffle. A dance that he obviously has done before. Which, yeah, which means he's done this before. He's done the truffle shuffle, which means that he did it so that people would laugh. Which means he's insecure. But he was like, hey, guys, look at this. He's like, I call it the truffle shuffle. But now he's all of a sudden fucking camera shy. He doesn't want to do the truffle shuffle to set off these contraption. And he, uh, do it. No, do it. And he's like, okay. And he, and he does it. What, do it do that. <laughs> and he does it and then they set the contraption off with the bowling ball that goes the thing the chicken lays an egg that, dude, the chicken lays an egg because a balloon what? pops so every time a balloon pops near a chicken it lays an egg just like pop <laughs> and then the fucking the, the foot kicks the football it hits the thing it spins the sprinkler it's a lot of work to. First of all, he could have just. Did Data invent the security system? It maybe, but let me just tell you this: when Chunk was standing on the rock that he did the truffle shuffle, he could have just jumped over the fence. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, he couldn't have. The fence is two foot high. He's fat, so he couldn't jump over a two foot fence, but he can fucking crawl through caves. He's fat. He didn't crawl through shit. We'll explain. This is my problem. So Data lives next to Mikey? I'm guessing so because uh, Brandon steals the bike from his little Asian sister or just another random Asian family that lives in the neighborhood. I never thought that was his sister, but that's a good point. But he has a zip line connected from his house to Mikey's house, but if he's used it multiple times, he would have went through the fucking door. Yeah, you think we'd lined it up by now. <laughs> like somewhere else, like the front lawn? The front porch. Past past the contraptions. Let me put it through your side door. Yeah. Let me just come through your fucking side door because, you know, I don't want to fuck up your house because I'm your neighbor, but I'm just going to set up a a, a zip line and break through your door. If they didn't open the door, I would have just broke through their glass. Then what happens? So then they find out that the the, the two... uh, uh, Oh, not yet. The mom doesn't come home yet. The mom doesn't come home yet. They find out that the uh, the the collections guys, who's Troy's father and the other guy, in the rain show up to give an eviction notice, and they give it to the kids because that never happens. You don't give <laughs> something important like an eviction notice. But to... they're but they're evicting them from their house because they're building. It's not an eviction notice. It's a thing to sell the house so that they can build properties they don't, they don't even explain what it is the, the that's parents, exactly what it is because they're like you got to sign it in order for us to get your your house so we could build like a golf course or some shit it's like an eminent domain kind of thing and they give it to the 15 year old son brandon oh, brandon, that's right. because you know that's what you do with an important document you give it to the oldest child they call him josh twice in the movie by the way do they yeah when they're in the attic, which I want to get to, and they're, like, touching the fucking things, and cool. Data goes, don't touch it, Josh. And then when they're about to go into the uh, the tunnel under the fireplace, 
He goes, it does, uh, Sean Hassett goes, it does, uh, it does lead somewhere, Josh. So twice they call Brandon, uh, the character Brandon, they call him Josh. Because his real name is Josh Brolin. But then the mother shows up with this Spanish, doesn't speak any English. Rosalita. Rosalita. First of all, how did she hire her if she doesn't speak any English? Did she kidnap her? Craigslist. This is 1985. There's no Craigslist then. Newspaper. What If it was written in Spanish, the mother clearly says she doesn't speak Spanish. The mother wrote the ad. But the woman doesn't speak English. But she could possibly read English. <sighs> then how did they get hooked up? How did the... She it's not probably, like, she's probably one of those Spanish people that knows English and pretends she doesn't. That's a whole other subplot you're not even getting into. How does Mouth know so much Spanish? Another point. What is that? Oh, shit, what? That's that's actually my favorite line in the movie. It's like, what is that? He's like, oh, shit, what? <laughs> they put the penis on the statue upside down. It's like, man, if God put it on like that, you all be pissing your faces. There's good parts in the movie. Not going to lie. There's good parts in the movie. So Mouth translates to Rosalita what the mother's telling. Hit, uh, the mother's giving directions to Rosalita. About moving. Her, about cleaning and moving. Which makes no sense because why are they moving when the dad didn't sign the document yet? And why is she cleaning if they're moving? They're going to knock the house down. Why clean it? So she says, Clark, you know Spanish. He's like, I know Spanish. So she's taking him around the house with her, saying what to do, and he's translating all this crazy shit. Yeah, like, like, you know, you're going to be locked uh, in the dungeon. Yeah, and the cockroaches and all this shit. Why don't you just leave right away? Yeah, like... Oh fuck this shit! I'm not. I'm not gonna stay here. This is a fucking temp job for a day. Like I, I'm only working a day. <laughs> they're knocking the house down tomorrow. Why am I here? So they're upstairs. They go in the attic. How? The attic has a lot of electrical outlets that things are plugged into. By the way, apparently <laughs> the father collected a lot of a lot. Of pirate memorabilia. He works in a museum, doesn't he? Do they say? I think he works in a museum. I think he's a curator. Oh. Okay. Does that mean you put all this pirate shit in the attic, and then you have those Jacob's Ladder kind of thing? What are the, the balls that are electricity? Yeah. Plugged, plugged in, in in your yeah. attic, and your son has never gone in the attic ever and never noticed this stuff? <laughs> never noticed you... Bringing this stuff into the house. Never noticed him bringing it in, putting it in the attic. The son has never been curious when the parents aren't at home. Said, I wonder what all this stuff dad puts in hey, the attic is. Oh, hey, dad, what is You keep your fucking mouth shut. You You're fucking... to never, ever get up, come up in this attic. You come in this attic, I swear to fucking God, I'll fucking murder you. Well, I guess we're knocking the house down tomorrow. Might as well go in the attic and see what all this shit he brought up here was. So they, so who's Chunk? It's apparently clucks too, and they're like, "Oh, what's this in the in the the picture?" Well, he, he, Sean Astin makes him like drop it so it would yeah. break, and they find the map. There's a picture and there's a map, and then it's in Spanish, so so mouth reads it, and it says that there's like hidden treasure somewhere, and they find that key that's like a skull shape. No, they don't find the key. Sean Astin picks the key up after the leaving, and he goes, I'm "Gonna need this." And yeah, how do you know? Yeah, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> I was like, what's this piece of shit? And then he knows so, how to like place it on the rocks. He's like, oh, look, 
There's mountains that, which is the exact same plot to fucking Rise of Skywalker, by the way. You yeah. fucking, they, she puts the fucking sword and she sees all the things. It's literally the exact same plot of this movie where he, they hold it up and you see the three mountains. So they decide that they're going to go on one last adventure to try to get a, a buried treasure to save their houses. They tell Brandon, the older brother, he's like, you're not doing that, Mikey. You're fucking stupid. So they come up with an idea to, instead of just all running out of the house. They tie him up with his workout equipment. Which is like, who, what man, and he's dressed in workout equipment. All the time. On his recliner, in his living room. He's not on a weight bench. The girl troll too had a weight bench. This guy's got a fucking lazy boy that he's stretching this accordion. What is With that? With a sweatshirt, sweatpants, and then shorts over the sweatpants for some reason. And a headband. And a headband. So they, they're like, oh, how far can you stretch that brand? And he stretches it, and they pull it, and they tie it together, and they leave. And empty and, the air in his tires. For the and if he was so strong, first of all, he could break through it. Second of all, they empty the air in his tires, and they go, that cost... 375 lawnmower jobs. You didn't pop the tires. You just let the air out. Air yeah. was free. You just go air get more air. Air's still free today in some places. Yeah. You go to Wawa. Air is free. And then the girl looks like an Eskimo. She's like, my bike, my Oh, no, that's when Brandon gets out. He yeah, steals. He, Brandon gets <laughs> out, steals the bike from what you assume is Data's little sister because it's the Asian girl next door. My bike, my bike, my bike. <laughs> he tried this little fucking toddler bicycle. Does it has training wheels on it? Yes. So this whole time they go to go find and how do they figure out it's at that restaurant? The restaurant you mean that is um the exact hideout of the Fratellis? Yes. What are the fucking odds? The restaurant that Chunk goes, Hey, that's a summer place. What's it doing open in the fall? And then they bring the restaurant, is, restaurant, restaurant trash. Yeah, they bring an obvious body wrapped in a garbage bag. Restaurant it's restaurant trash shaped like a dead body. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. When I was when I was ten years old, I could spot a dead body. And I saw right. Stand by Me. I could spot a dead body. So they see it. They don't know it's the Fratellis yet. But they're like, oh, that's restaurant trash. Uh, they're not carrying a body because they don't want to freak themselves out because they're kids. Brandon, by the way, is riding the bicycle to try to find them. And how he finds them, who knows? Who the fuck knows how he finds them? But during his voyage, his girl that he likes, Andy, and her friends are driving in a car with Andy's boyfriend, Troy, who's a varsity jock asshole. And they see Brandon, who Brandon's like a big, tougher guy. Brandon's he bigger than Troy. Yeah, he could just whoop Troy's ass. But they always pick on Brandon like he's a bitch. So he's like, hey, Brandon, you want to ride? He's like, no, no thanks. And he grabs his hands next to the car and starts taking off when in actuality he could just rip his hand out. He's not holding it very hard. Mm -mm. He could just literally rip his hand off. And then he goes off a cliff. Well, he goes so fast that the training wheels break off. Yes. And then he goes off a cliff. He attempted to murder Brandon Walsh all while trying to look down Andy's dress. So, Troy is a sexual predator and an attempted murderer. Yes. 
Brandon goes off a cliff. A cliff. And in dies. Dead. End of movie. And then somehow he appears at the restaurant later on. So the Fratellis leave the restaurant. The boys, they want to get into the restaurant, they can't get in. While they're all looking at the front, they see Chunk. Chunk goes around and he sees the fucking... ORV. Bullet holes the size of matzo balls. <laughs> and he recognizes that from the chase earlier. Somehow. Because he threw his strawberry milkshake up against the window. Oh, car chase. <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't have been able to see that. No, not at all, because he got covered in strawberry milkshake. So they're all sitting there, and they're like, oh, we can't get inside. And Chunk's like, I got an idea. Oh, first fat fucking Chunk goes, ice cream. No, he goes, mouth makes me, goes, he starts no, making. No. He... no, first he looks into the cooler in the front. He's like, God damn it. Oh, yeah, there's a ice cream. Oh, God damn it. And then uh, Mouth fucking fat shames him again to break down the door. Well, he goes, hey, Chunk. No, he goes, Chunk, I got some naked pictures of your sister. And he's like, real cheap. And then he runs and he breaks down the door. That's right, yes. So they're inside. And while they're inside, oh, no, the Fratellis are still there. Yeah, because the mother confronts him. Is this water? It's wet, ain't it? Drink it. Hey, Mikey, can you use the bathroom? Yeah, I like that line. <laughs> so Mikey's got to go downstairs to go use the bathroom. First door on the right. First door on the right. On the right. So he goes down and explores and sees that there's a monster person chained to the wall. I saw it was a monster chained to the wall. <laughs> so he comes back upstairs, and then she kicks him out for some reason. Yeah, she's like, get out. You fucking saw my monster chained to the wall. Is that why she kicked them out? She just didn't want them there anymore. I guess she just didn't want them there anymore because they're kids. So she and they just broke out. somebody out of prison. Oh, that's right. They first go in there. They don't break down the door yet. They first go in there. Then they get kicked out. Then the door's locked, right? No, no. It's, it's You're in the right order, I believe. Because no, they have to go back in for Brandon grabs. Oh, Brandon grabs them when they're getting kicked out. Yeah, how does Brandon get in? How does he know where the fuck they are? Yeah. And then Andy and fucking Martha Plumpton know where the fuck they are, too. Just shows up randomly. And then, you know, oh, that's real ugly. Oh, you want to see something ugly? And then Mouth pulls out a mirror and goes, look at that. Which, I, it took me years to figure out he was holding a mirror. And it's like, why is he, does he have a mirror on him just All to tell that joke? <laughs> is that it? She, and then Andy's a floozy because she wants to bang Brand, like, right there in the restaurant. Bang Brand. Bang Troy makes out with Mikey, makes out with Brandon again. Or and then tells Mikey, I hope you kiss women like that when you get older. Yeah. Hey, if you kiss women like you get older, I'll fuck you. So they go back into the restaurant and they're snooping around and they wind up going downstairs and they all see the giant it change to the wall, the sloth. And they all go into another room and they they go to knock over is this no? First, he go. They go into the freezer. Oh, and the dead guy's in there. Yeah, and there and Chunk Chunk's fat ass goes in. There, he's like, oh, they got they got grape, they got apple, they got Rocky Road, they got chocolate. Fuck, fuck off! Fuck off! I have never had grape or apple ice cream ever. Ever. It doesn't exist. Not even grape. in 1985. It didn't exist. Grape and apple ice cream never existed. No. Got grape. They got an apple, they got chocolate, they got super duper chocolate eruption. They got Rocky and Road. 
And then he's standing there, and they're all trying to point to him that there's a fucking the garbage bag that the Fratellis carried in earlier. The restaurant trash. Who looks like Judge Reinhold. He kind of does. And he's like, <laughs> fucking turned, they're like pointing. He's like, what, guys? He's like, it's a star. <laughs> and, and the Fratellis don't hear him yelling. Yeah, and he fucking, the body falls down, and then they go push the body back in, where they push truck. Oh, no. There's a part where he, to give him the fucking water cooler, too. He knocks it over. That's late. That's the next scene. Yeah, he's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. I don't got it. You klutz. Hope it wasn't the deposit bottle. <laughs> and then they also had the machine, too, right? With the money. Well, that's later. Because the water starts running down, and, yeah. and he goes, you hear that's that? Right. It sounds like it's running. It's like, ah, oh, it sounds like my grandfather taking a piss. And they figure out that they, if they go down in the fireplace, there's a secret tunnel. And then they put the stiff back into the freezer, but they put Chunk in there, too. Yes. And they don't realize that they put their friend in a fucking freezer. With a dead body. But wasn't that machine down in the basement with them? So they go into the basement. At some point, they find this counterfeit machine. Now, if you look at it, the plates say $100, but it prints out $50. Now, I know that was a brand says, what? It's fake. It's not real. So the Fratellis have been counterfeiting money. Right. Can't kill a bunch of kids that are on to them. They counterfeit money, though. And none of these kids go, well, they have a counterfeit machine. Obviously, they built this thing. They put a lot of effort. It's worked for them because they're criminals. Why don't we just print a bunch of fucking money up? That's what Danny was saying. $50 bill. Yeah, but... We get they, the money and save the gudak. <laughs> they they did debunk it right away. It's like, well, wait a minute. You're just you're not paying the bank off. You're paying Troy's father off. So he doesn't know what a fucking uh, counterfeit fifty dollar bill looks like. I mean, he would because it didn't print the back of it. It's oh. printing just one side. It bill. was just printing one side, and it was printing an obviously fake looking, but it's like, like white paper. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if it was a real, if it was a real count, if it's not printing real counterfeit money, why the fuck is it there in the first place? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. So they said, "Oh, that's right. Chunk doesn't get put in the in the freezer yet, does he?" Yeah. They tell him to go. Oh, they put him in the freezer, but then they, how does he get out? Because remember, they're, he gets out and they're, they're under the like, chunk, go find hell. Oh, yeah. When they go, he gets out of the freezer when they go down to the basement. Yeah. And then, and they, then they, they yell at him through the, the thing, the, the yeah, like, fireplace. And he goes out the window. And then he ends up in the road. And I don't know about this, but if I'm standing like two feet away from somebody in the car that has the lights out, I can still see their face. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. How coincidental is it that he runs <laughs> through the woods, gets to the street, and the person that happens to be driving by that he stops is the Fratelli guy. Forget that. You you can't see his face two feet away in the car. And he starts telling the whole story. He's like, no, no. This fucking kid threw a strawberry shake up against the window, recognized the truck in the garage, threw the strawberry shake, <laughs> but couldn't recognize the truck when it pulled up next to him on the street. Couldn't couldn't recognize the guy in the front seat 
Now, first of all, he never what? saw the guy in the front seat except for the, the newspaper article. And he's like, that is, these mean people, the Fratellis. I can describe all three of them. And then the hey, light pops on. The first thing that this guy says. In because, Papi, no, he, he, he's like, <laughs> he's singing fucking Italian opera. And then Chunk's like, oh, oh. And, and, and Chunk, Ch no, oh, Chunk, actually, the Chunk's the first one. Chunk's the first one. He goes, him and then the guy starts singing. <laughs> no, no, Chunk starts saying something in, in like, Jewish. Oh, is, there, speaking, is it? He starts speaking, like, Hebrew. And then he goes, and the Joe Pontiano pops out. Out of nowhere, because he wasn't in the passenger seat. No. And he kidnaps him, and he throws him in the trunk. And the guy who was in the freezer is in the trunk. How did that happen? They just fucking threw him in. So wait, you're telling me Chunk ran out the window, these kids went down, then the Fratellis came downstairs, took the body out, carried it outside, put it in the trunk, drove down the road, and met Chunk at this crossroads, and then threw him in. And then, why do they put him in the trunk, the body? Because they just drive back to the restaurant. Yeah, they go back! <laughs> <laughs> why did they even put the dead guy in the back seat? It's for a joyride? Because they go back to torture Chunk with the, the blender. <laughs> yeah, so they go down into the caves, finally. And... They're going around, and there's the scene where there's all the pipes, and they're like, oh, we bang on the pipes. This is supposed to be a secret tunnel. There's plumbing down there. How secret is it if there's plumbing down there? That means a bunch of fucking guys named Earl were down there fucking putting plumbing pipes down there. Like, ah, we'll just cover this up, and no one will ever know. No one will ever know. It happens to be right underneath the country club, the Troy's app. Taking a shit. Taking a shit. Earl's down there putting the fucking pipes in, and he, they goes, "Hey, I heard there was a some kind of, you know, uh, treasure hunt, but I I don't know where the map is. It's it's probably in some guy's attic. Secret pirate lair down here. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know how he got down here in the first place. We went through some fireplace and went down some tunnels, and then we put all this plumbing in under the ground, and we're under this country club that Troy's taking a shit at, and a bunch of old guys are showering at." And there's a tennis court with a, a water fountain that's going to go up and down. Would banging on pipes ever make the plumbing go haywire? That it would explode a toilet and push a human being <laughs> into the ceiling? Which would kill him. And fuck him. All the soapy-ass old dudes at the country club are all trying to grab the nozzle. Who grabs both nozzles <laughs> of the shower at the same time to turn them? And then they all pull in. They're like, oh. But then the plumbing's still doing that when Chunk goes down yeah. hours later. <laughs> Why would the pipes keep doing that? And then and then we'll get there, obviously. But then Sloth right. pushes them all up. And then he murders 17 people. <laughs> because you just hear, you hear car crashes and people screaming. <laughs> they never talk about that on the news. Yeah. Sloth just kills a bunch of people by pushing a bunch of pipes up. Um, but yeah, so then... Chunk is kidnapped, and then they, they tie him up with Sloth, and somehow Chunk, there's a pirate, obviously there's a pirate movie playing, and Chunk gets a, a baby Ruth out of his pocket, and he goes to th toss it to Chunk, and it hits Chunk in the head, or Sloth in the head, and 
Sloth is not upset by the fact that he's a prisoner tied up by his family. He gets watching upset by the reruns. fact that he, yeah, watching reruns of pirate movies. He gets upset by the fact that he can't reach a baby Ruth. Ruth? 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 Baby? Ruth? Baby? Ruth? So How would he know what that was? You wouldn't even know. He's a fucking monster in the basement. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You hold your horses, buddy. That's no way to treat a human being, calling him a monster. He's not a sorry. monster. He's a deformed human. Okay, I'm sorry. The deformed human that's been in the basement apparently forever doesn't get upset by the fact that he's chained to the wall in general. Just by the fact that he can't reach a baby Ruth. Why would you? Let's go back. One Fratelli is cooking food for Sloth in the basement. Okay. But they order pizza, and they start smacking each other with it and pulling out their guns to threaten to shoot each other because they didn't order pepperoni. Or you order pepperoni. Uh, No, they didn't order. You want your pepperoni? Here's your pepperoni. (laughs) They're going to have a gun. This guy, they're in a restaurant. He's making food for his deformed brother downstairs, and they're slapping each other, throwing pizza at each other because they didn't order pepperoni. And then Joe Pantaleone, who obviously has a toupee, Keeps claiming he doesn't wear a toupee. Forget that. You're going to kill your brother that you just broke out of prison by pouring gasoline outside the police department? Over a pepperoni pizza? Oh, like, I want pepperoni. Oh, fuck you. And then shoot him. Wait, 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 wait. There's wanted posters of these people all over the place. Yes. There's newspaper articles. Very dangerous people. Question for you. Yes. Was that pizza pickup or delivery? Yeah, right? Like, And if it was either, when they picked up the pizza, they're like, hey, that looks like the food <laughs> they ordered it. They're like, uh, yeah, can I get a large uh, pie? Uh, who's it for? The Fratellis. <laughs> yeah. They, every time I order a pizza, I go, what's the last name? Uh, Fr- Fratelli? Like like the guys who we're, we're trying to find? Yeah, just like it. Uh, no, no, it's spelled not the same though. way, but it's, it's not, not us, though. though. Uh, what's the address? Uh, blah, 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 Abandoned uh, restaurant by the ocean. The abandoned summer restaurant that's open in the fall. Um, the place where the Fratellis are holding up? No, no, no. Same place, but not us. Oh, okay. Uh, if you see anybody carrying lots of restaurant trash, it's not a body, though. Totally not a body. Don't worry about the bullet holes. Don't worry about the bullet holes in the truck. So, so they're, they're in this pit, and somehow they end up in a wishing well. Troy's wishing well. Troy's wishing well, which coincidentally Troy's at the top of at that moment. Very small town. Very small town. Very few people live there. Not much to do in 1985 except go to wishing wells and How many? I'm going to ask you a question, Ryan, because yeah. I'm unsure of the answer. I know my answer. In all the villages that you've ever frequented <laughs> the towns the cities you've traveled many places in this country uh you've traveled to canada i've traveled to other countries in the world in all of those places that you've ever frequented how many wishing wells have you seen none how many I've... wells have you seen i've n- I've, I've never seen in my entire 41 years, never seen a wishing well, ever. Never. Never. Never well. Never. I've never, never. seen a well, a wishing well, 
I, 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 I get well. I've never seen any of them. Not, not a one. Every town I've lived in, every town I've visited, every town I've worked in, I've never seen a wishing well. I've never heard about a wishing well. Me neither. I thought they were just in fantasy. Actually, the only wishing well I've ever seen is in the Goonies. Yeah, that's literally the only wishing well. That and The Simpsons where Bart and, falls down. And, and The Ring. And The Ring. That wasn't a wishing well. That was just a torture well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, other than that, never no wells. And in uh, those wells, they just end. Yeah, they don't open up into this giant, vast pool of money. And an underground cave system. Yes. So they happen to be down in this well when Troy is wishing to get into Andy's pants. Rapist. It flips a quarter, and then they catch the quarter. They hear Troy talking, and they throw the quarter back up, and he catches it. Like he was expecting the quarter to come back up. And what... From what it looks like, that's a great distance. You know how hard it would take you to throw that quarter all the way back up? How many times do you think they threw it and bounced off the sides and came yeah, back? Fuck. Like, fuck. Try again. Try again. Try. Oh, he's still there. Okay. One more time. And Foof. then they and then they're talking to Troy. And he's like, come on. Come up. And then Andy sends up his varsity sweater. Andy! You goonie! Are we forgetting? Mouth? Mouth? Grant, he goes... Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Martin Sheen. Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. That's it's President Kennedy. Kennedy. Well, he, he played, played Kennedy who once. So this is the second time in two weeks that we've had to talk about somebody that didn't know who the fuck JFK was. Yes. Also, he knew who Martin Sheen was. <laughs> I didn't even know who Martin Sheen was. So they said, you can't... So he's putting... They think these are the riches... They're coins. You would have to go back to this well a thousand times. There's probably like 500 bucks in there. Maybe. So he's lining his pockets with coins. And they're like, you can't take that. That's someone else's wishes. Someone, someone else's dreams. Yeah. Wishes. What? This one. This one right here. This is my dream. My wish. I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. It didn't come, you, you, it didn't come true. Mm. I'm taking it back. Taking them all back. First of all, nobody's wish comes true. Nobody. I'm sorry to break it to you. Spoiler alert. Eddie dies and wishes don't come true. And it's and Edge. It, and it's Edge. It's Edge. Eddie dies and wishes don't come true. And ghosts don't exist. And ghosts don't exist. Sorry to break it to you, Bishop, but it's Edge. Eddie dies. Ghosts aren't real. And wishes don't come true at a wishing well. Yeah. Eddie so I would have fucking yeah. lined my pockets with all those fucking coins. And, which would be heavy as fuck, especially now he's wet. But I would have left! You could have went up the bucket. You could have went up Troy's bucket. But you had the one coin, and you knew that one. That particular one. Was your dream. Your What was your wish? What was his wish? Never. He's 10, maybe 12. What's his wish? I hope I don't become a plumber like my dad. I'll tell you what his wish was that would have come true. I hope Mark. I'm. I hope I'm in a movie where I get to fuck Nicole Eggert because he did that. This I hope. True. I hope I'm. I'm hope I'm a, a huge successful rock star. Well, that one doesn't come true. Give me that one, asshole. I hope Dream a Little Dream Two is successful. <laughs> oh, so the Fratellis get Chunk to snitch on his friends. 
I hope I don't meet some other prick named Corey that I have to make a bunch of shitty movies with. <laughs> the 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 Fratellis get Chunk to snitch on his friends. And then all the bats pop out. Mikey, if you hear me, run! They're coming after you. Now, this is an old woman and her two like 40-year-old sons. And they catch up to these kids who've been doing this for Hold on. They go through all these fucking tunnels and systems, and then at one point, Data falls in the pit, and his fucking fake chattering teeth saves his life. The pitch is a power. And then he's like, hey guys, I'm in another womb. And is that how they're... How the fuck did the rest of them get down there? Because he fell for a while. That's number one. Number two is nobody else set off these booby traps. traps. Ever? No one. Chester Cobblepot... Never set off any of these booty traps, but he's just dead. And the with a, he's with a ro- baseball card. Yeah, he's got a tie. Who's got a uh, Lou Gehrig baseball card? And and these ropes that were set up three hundred years earlier just survived. Every boulder that was hanging up by those chains was exactly the same size. They had the fucking thing where they put his arm in it grabs when the bowling ball comes Yo, the, the skull thing where the feminine Corey hand uh cory feldman hand if you ever watch that it's not Corey. you remember they pick it up and then cory feldman's hand comes up and he goes look at the skull if you look at that it's a, it's a, it's not his hand it's a female hand it literally is because it's but very they, manicured but they put that in there and he turns it because of course it would not only match the lighthouse and the rock in the restaurant because the restaurant wasn't fucking there that long ago number one 350 years earlier <laughs> number two it fits into this fucking bo- booby trap that the, the sky starts the, those rocks start falling and then they run and data doesn't know the difference between dynamite and fucking torches torches so he's blowing shit up this motherfucker i have the biggest problem i have it's coming up. Is it the fact that, thank God, Andy showed up because nobody else knew how to play the piano? Because if nobody else knew how to play the piano, they would have died in that room? No. No. A couple questions. First of all, they got the map. From his father's After, attic. But was the map... Did Chester Cobblepot have that map? Did he make that map? The pirates, I guess, made the map. But they decided to include musical notes on the back to say what the fucking thing was because nothing says I want you to find my treasure even though I don't want you to find my treasure why would you make just tell them where it is yeah and why you have booby traps if, if you're gonna want, if you want them to find the treasure and can we also mention the fact <laughs> that when they oh okay sorry two two how long and how many people had to die in order to make a skeletal organ that was functional. <laughs> that could play musical notes. It literally could play music. They killed all these people to make an intricately built an organ in the middle of a cave attached to a lever to lower a wall. Not just that, that if you hit the wrong note, the if floor dropped floor out. <laughs> How good at engineering was he? I mean, they're pretty fucking good. I mean, I love the fact that it's like there's two like characters are chasing. They're chasing Chester Cobblepot, 
and they're chasing One-Eyed Willie. And they find Chester Kyropot, and they find the Lou Gehrig baseball card, and Sean Astin's, like, surprised. First of all, why would Chester Copperpot carry a baseball card in his pocket? And then why would Sean Astin be surprised, like, Lou Gehrig? Like, yeah, he's fucking old. He's been fucking dead. Yeah, he's old, dumb fuck. Thank God, thank God, Andy took took piano lessons. Yeah. It's an organ, too. It's like three rows. I there's no distinguishing between the keys because they're all fingers. Yeah, so you don't know which key. It's not like eighty-eight across, and this is either C sharp or B flat. <laughs> if you get this one if wrong, we'll it, all be flat. Be flat. <laughs> it's like, oh, so, great. Thanks, thanks for chiming in. How did Mama Fratelli get down into that pit of spikes? How did uh, the rest of the kids get down there? Did they all pitch as a power? So they get they get across that. They take the map, and then they go across that, that log, that wet log. Now, Data <laughs> slick shoes, number one. Number two, Data has been walking around this entire time. With grease with in his shoe. Glove, with a boxing glove. Tucked against his torso. He got dressed. Wait. 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 Data woke up this morning and it's like, hey, okay, I need to get dressed. I'm going to Mikey's house. I need my trench coat because it's going to rain. But I also need my slick shoes, my suction cup belt, my boxing glove punching torso, my pinches of power. I need all my contraptions because I'm fucking Inspector Gadget all of a sudden. And I just to go to Mikey's house to hang out and like watch TV. Before our going. house gets sold and, and we all he, are homeless. He, he didn't know he was going on an adventure. He didn't know. But Data has all these things. Just just in case. Just in case. And the boxing glove, the Fratellis get washed off that <coughs> thing, right? Yes. Where do they go? They should be dead. They come back, though. They show up at the boat somehow. The um the water slides. Yeah, there's there's apparent water slides there. Shoots him into the water. That's where the cut octopus scene is. We'll get to. They get on a boat. And Mikey has this weird, like, lust attraction to one eyed Billy. Which by the way, there's like six people sitting around this table as skeletons. Did they just sit there until they died? <laughs> Did they all die at the same time? They're just like well, I guess we just sit here till we're dead. <laughs> and then they just died? Did... They go up and he's like, how long you been waiting here? How long you guys been standing here? He's like, long enough. Long enough. Long I enough. One Eye Willie. Oh, I found you, blah, blah, blah. He lifts up One Eye Willie's eye patch. And surprise, One Eye Willie has only one eye. He's like, ah! <laughs> What's he afraid of? It's a skeleton! <laughs> oh my god, if the rumors were true. <laughs> oh my god, the skeleton of One-Eyed Willie also only has one eye. <laughs> and they're like, well... And were they sitting there going, Hey guys, I know that we somehow got this ship, this pirate ship, into the side of this mountain with no exit. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to forget about that. But since we're all going to sit here and die, we're going to sit here... But we have to make sure that we write a map that somehow gets out of the place that we can't get out of. And we're going to booby trap all the gold 
while we're sitting here so that people can't get it after we give them an app to come find the gold. But we're going to send somebody out to make sure the map gets out. So that way, while we're sitting here dying, Steve is getting the map out there so somebody could find us later. But it's going to be a really hard time for them to get here because we're going to booby trap the whole way because we're trapped in this mountain. So the whole time that he's called Mouth, you don't know why. You're like, oh, maybe he talks a lot. You know why he's called Mouth? Why? Because there's a scene where the Fratelli show up on the boat and they take all the jewels and they're shaking them down because they can actually, literally, they can all split the jewels. All of them. They can just be like, you know what? You take yours, we'll take ours, we'll split our ways. We never we'll fucking just... saw you. Never saw you. We're kids. We never We're saw kids. you. We just want to save our house. We just don't yeah. want to have to move. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about it if you killed somebody. Do whatever the fuck you want. If I was 10 years old and I found a bunch of jewels, I'd be like, dude, take whatever the fuck you want. I just want so, I don't want to move. So it's like, you're the one they call mouth, huh? How does she know they call a mouth? Good point. <laughs> Never, never called mouth in front of her. You're the one they call mouth, eh? And she starts taking a fucking pearl necklace out of his mouth, and then jewels, and then he keeps spitting them out. She's like, "Oh, why don't you just put him in his underwear?" She's impressed. She's impressed. She's like, "Oh, hey, I haven't seen one of these pearl necklaces since 1927." She's like, "Uh, "You know what? Let's go in the back and see what that mouth can do." So. They start tying up the Goonies. No, they start tying up the girls, because only the girls are tied up. When they walk the plank. Yeah. Hey, jump in the water that you just came out of. And Brandon doesn't do anything but push Mrs. Fratelli aside to save Andy. Fuck Martha Plimpton. Yeah, yeah, she's fuck her. That (laughs) that ugly fucking fluoride cunt just (laughs) leave her on the plank. So then... They get back on the boat, and they have this epic, like, pirate duel with them, where they're fighting him, and all of a sudden... And where did he get the hat? Forget where he got the hat. How the fuck did they... The fucking... I'm sorry to say this. The half-retarded guy and the fat kid make their way through all the... Forget the fact that the 75-year-old woman... And the two idiots made their way through the traps. And then the half-retarded guy and the the fat kid make their way through all the traps within the right time frame. And they're just like, oh, hey, you guys. But he's got the hat and and Chunk has the jacket. Yeah. And they go down the sail. Like, hey, it's Chunk. It's Captain Chunk. Where did you get the jacket? Did you stop Party City on the way here? So then, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, sloth. We can't. First of all, I can't. I, I feel bad calling you sloth the whole time because I'm sure you <laughs> have a not, name. Then you're really not slow. Yeah, I'm sure you have a name because you're a human being. But we're gonna call you sloth again. Can we stop real quick and just take the jacket and the hats off these skeletons that apparently just sat here and died at the table, just doing nothing else? Like if. If in 10 years they saw us two on camera like this as just skeletons, it would be like, what were they doing that they just ended up as skeletons in this position? We're six people sitting around a table 
just like, well, I guess we just die now. And she just fucking died. <laughs> it's just they're like, well, why were they just sitting there in front of their computers? Yeah. Well, uh, we got all this treasure. We're just going to sit here and admire it and uh, just fucking die, I guess. That's what we're going to do. We c- closed ourselves in on this uh, mountain and we have all this treasure. So now we die. And then Chunk goes, hey, Sloth, let's steal some clothes from these dead pirates before we see it's like Jeff Hardy running out and doing the dance before he saves Matt Hardy. Just <laughs> l- let's steal some clothes from these guys before we go fucking save my friends that are about to be murdered. So they get down there. Chunk doesn't do shit because he's fat, but Sloth is going to go fight his brothers. You remember that part? Yes. God. It's like, I was always nice to you. I, I figure out that there's a weak spot in the floor. And run, do jump rope with him. Oh, yeah, the jump rope. Oh, God. He pulls off his shirt. It's a Superman shirt. He goes, they're like, oh, shit. Someone bought him that shirt. Someone bought him a Superman shirt. And knew it was super tight on him. And we're like, Salt's Salt's not changing every day. He's chained to the fucking walls, getting fed potatoes and carrots under the floor. And he didn't have the Superman shirt on earlier, which means he had to put the Superman shirt on and then the pirate stuff. And he goes, this is going to be cool. I'm going to rip my shirt off and have the Superman shirt. Dude, my friends are about to get murdered. Can we just fucking hurry this up? How is he jacked? How is he jacked? He's chained to a wall. Hey, remember, remember when we went to the zoo? And uh, mom, uh, mom wants to leave you there, but I want to bring you home. And Salt doesn't get pissed. And then he starts saying, and then he fucking, they try to tie him up, and he fucking, the brothers start choking each other. He just knocks them out because they start making fun of uh, Joe Pantaleone's toupee. He's like, I don't wear a piece. And then the mother's there, and he's like, Mama, you've been bad. Remember when I used to sing to you? <laughs> well, goodbye, baby. In the when the tree tops, the cradle will fall. When the ball breaks, the cradle will fall. Break! <laughs> and then he just carries her and throws her over into the water. Thinking he murders her. And then he dives in and he. Data pulls out one of his candles and blows up the fucking wall. And no, and then they set something off. No, they because they take some of the gold off the the the, the measuring thing. You know, oh, falling, so. and then the the anchor goes up, and then somehow that sets off the mountain to collapse. Yeah, somehow one-eyed Willie in fifteen hundred A.D. figured out if he. Set all these booby traps, sat at a table and died with six other people in just sitting. I, that I will never understand. I will literally never get over the fact that six skeletons are just sitting at a table. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That, do you think after the first person died, the second one would be like, yo, that guy's dead. Maybe we should go Wait. find some food. Um... Weird. Instead of using that cannonball to like 
set off that booby trap back there. It could have like fired a hole in this mountain that swallowed us and gotten the fuck out of here. Yeah, so we could get some food. Like, listen, hey, we're not octopus down there that we can eat. Like, we're not fugitives, really. Can we just fucking leave? Like, why are we even here? Like, there's no lore about us. What's like, the purpose? Why are we hiding? Why did we send Billy out there to fucking bring that map yeah, to like, show people where we're at? People aren't searching for us. Like, we can we just fucking... We literally just left. We all could have left. We're on a boat. We can go anywhere in the world. A ship. It's, we're in a ship. A ship. We're in a fucking giant sailboat. A giant pirate ship. We can go to anywhere in the world and nobody would question us. And we've got tons of riches. But if I was to be rich and had lots of gold and jewels, you know what I would do? Sit with six other people and just die? <laughs> Have them on plates on the table <laughs> that were attached to fucking traps? Yeah. Oh, hey, if you lift three coins off this one, the mountain explodes. What? <laughs> I just want cash. Hey, uh, Willie. Can we just go? No, we have to hey, set Willie. up all these elaborate traps. Hey, really? Yeah, what's up? Uh, you're kind of a dick. Hey, I stole all these riches. Nobody knows that we stole all these riches. We yeah, have to hide no, out. No, we don't. We we're in we're in a mountain. How yeah, does a mountain grow around our boat, Willie? No, you don't understand. You don't understand. Why did the mountain grow around the boat? Listen, you don't understand how life works. I stole all the riches. Nobody knows I stole all the riches. So I got to sit here and I got to draw a map. And then I got to send Steve out to put all these booby traps not to find us. And then what I... That's why I said booby traps. And then I got to fucking... I got to build a mountain around the ocean. All right? I'm building a mountain. And then what we're going to do after I build the mountain, we're all going to be starving. We're all going to be tired. I get it. It's a lot of work. We're gonna sit here, and we're just gonna die. Wait, we're we're all gonna die? Oh yeah, no, we're not gonna make it out. I know we could just go to another country and just send all these gold doubloons. Literally, just leave. Like we don't have to stay here. It's no, not... we we can't leave because then the, the we want to be legends. We want to be like folklore. Yeah, but we could just be, get away with everything and still be folklore, and have this map. To a place that doesn't exist and the treasure will never be found because we're not here. Listen, you don't understand. This is 1582. All right? This is the year 1582. You don't understand how the world police works. They don't even know half this world exists. Wow. That's deep. So we got to sit here. So till when? Till we die. But what about, what about the riches? What are we going to spend the riches on? We're not spending on shit. So what was the point of getting the riches? To say we got it. <laughs> what? Really, I don't like this plan. Can you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going. I'm. 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 I'm jumping off the boat. I'm going to get fed to the octopus. Hey, go get fed to the octopus. The rest of us are just going to sit here. We're just going to sit here. And they sat there. And they <laughs> sat there. And they sat, sat there. And died. They just fucking sat there and died. <laughs> you know how long it would take to just sit there and die? And they all died upright. Upright, just sitting there. 
in like a, I'm ready for my dinner, sir. Like that kind of position. They weren't like slumped over. They're all just like, like upright, like, oh yes, really I'll have the, I'll have the chicken, sir. Willie didn't have to itch his non-eye. His patch wasn't like askew. Yeah, he didn't like move the patch out of the way to rub his fucking stump or whatever. Rest. Yeah. Nobody's like, I got to piss. Let me get up real quick. And then they went to the bathroom and they, they died. Oh, Dana blows up the building, the, the mountain. Sloth holds up the thing so they can all crawl under him. And he's like grabbing their asses on the way, which makes him a little pit. pit he's like, deal. oh, oh, tight. Oh, oh, chubby. <laughs> Asian. <laughs> <laughs> so they get, they go to Dana, the Dana, I'll see you later. Why is everybody on the beach? Where did everyone come from? All their parents, the cleaning oh, no, lady. Right, right. They were walking and the beach patrol saw them. But all their parents, the fucking Spanish cleaning lady, and, and the guys trying to collect the fee are there. All of them. They're just like, big, oh, big something's happening on the beach. We big should all show up. Big news in the story at Oregon. Yeah. So they show up. They get saved. Now, the fucking guy... Now, okay. Now, all these kids have had this ultra-traumatic experience. It's like they've been missing for probably days. They've been fucking chased by mobsters or, or murderers and bank robbers and, and escaped convicts. Almost died. Almost died a bunch of times from booty traps. Uh, booby traps. That's what I said. Booty, booby traps. All this shit happened to them. And Troy's dad... Thinks it's an appropriate time to be like, all right, Walsh, time to sign over your property, you, you degenerate piece of shit. Like, dude, like, your bedside manner is fucking horrible. These people went through such tragedy. That's like going, that's like after a school shooting, asking someone to, that telling someone they're fired from their job. Hey, yeah, I'm we sorry, your kid got killed. You're fired. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, we're repoing your car at the fucking while well, they're on camera, like getting interviewed by the media. Like, oh, how do you feel, Mrs. Well? Oh, you know, it's so sad. Uh, oh, there goes your car. <laughs> <laughs> so Troy's dad. So the Walsh's dad, because he's the only house that matters, apparently. Yeah, because none of the rest of the like, hey, uh, Mikey. My house isn't going to get uh, affected by this. Uh, why do we have to come on you with this uh, adventure? We got to save the boondocks. I don't live in the boondocks, dude. Dana, you live next door. Yeah, but they're only going really after your what house. What Asian? They don't want to get rid of the uh, ethnic population, Mikey. Yeah, I mean, uh, they really kind of... They like us. I mean, my dad's what? a scientist. Chuck's mom brought him a fucking pizza. From there's, Domino's. There's piping hot. Steaming. Steaming. Just Hold knowing. On. Hey, we, hey, uh, I heard a bunch of kids are washing up on the beach. Get cold Domino's. 30 minutes or less. We'll get there. Thing, we got to make sure. We got to make sure Trump's got some Domino's. Yeah. Let's make sure the fat kid has food to eat. You <laughs> fucking stereotypical fucking prick. <laughs> so, well. Walsh is about to sign the document on the back of Troy's dad. Rosalita is emptying Mikey's pockets and finds jewels, which there's like six jewels. We don't even know they're jewels. We don't even know they're worth anything. They could be worth nothing. Nothing at all. They could be worth 
No, Zero. they could be glass. By the way, worst criminals ever. They check mouth, 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 but the bag of marbles. Yeah, they don't check that. They're probably just a bag of marbles. Yeah, because everybody carries around a bag of marbles. <laughs> Why do you have the bag of marbles? Speaking. Why? Yeah, and just put it in your pocket. Why do you need a bag of marbles? Fuck, Mikey. I always hated when Bram would pull them on the deck, and he was dragging his toppers on his feet. The fucking prick. Little prick. Anyway. They so, decide they they figure out this bag of faux jewels is apparently worth a ton of money, and Mikey's father's like, "We're not moving ever today or any other day." And he throws it up in the air, and he's like, "Hey, uh, that's worth like forty bucks, man. Like, that's, <laughs> uh, you're you, still gonna have to move." Yeah, you owe us like five hundred thousand dollars. I'd buy like a week or two, and then you Chunk think- goes. Chunk you think he just, bought the entire town? He saved his house because he, he's like, you know what? This is enough to save my house. Screw you, Asian kid. Screw <laughs> you, mouth to. and fat fuck. You guys can move. My family's staying put because this jewels is enough to save my house. <laughs> yeah, fuck all you guys. So, And then Chunk goes, hey, uh, mom. Hey, uh, retard, you're going to stay with us now. Let me just drop this bombshell on my mom. The mom's like, uh, no, he's not. He doesn't even ask the mom. He just goes, you're going to stay with us now. And the mom's like, wait, wait what? No. I was like, does he have a big cock? Uh, ooh, I'd love to fuck his. He's seven foot tall. I haven't had dick for days. Dana's dad is exactly like him. I'm a stereotypical Asian photographer. Yeah. If I, the, if I can't carry a camera, he's got to have a camera belt with an accordion fucking thing. Oh, <laughs> oh can we get more stereotypically racist? I guy couldn't have just bought a camera from fucking Kmart or the oh. fucking Sears. Let me, let me just pick up my camera that's around my... No, I have a fucking thing attached to like the alien po- chest popper. That pops out and it's a fucking camera. And of course it doesn't work. Doesn't work, of course. You're like, <laughs> it's okay, Daddy. Silly Asians. Yeah, it's okay, Daddy. We're not as smart as everybody thinks we are. <laughs> At Maybe. least we don't have the giant fucking retarded guy living with us now. Fucking my mother. <laughs> fucking my mother. Mouth gets to bang Martha Plimpton because her face is ugly. He says You'd be hot if your face didn't get in the way. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> For goes, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. First of all, you'd be pretty we... too. You'd be pretty too. Your face didn't get in the way. <laughs> yeah, no, let's, let's, uh, no. First of all, we've Andy makes out with Mikey, doesn't realize he got braces. Who's who knows that they have braces? Is she licking his teeth? Yeah. Then she doesn't realize. It's not the same person. I I mean, I've kissed, you know, maybe three or four girls. You can tell the difference. Second, it's not that dark in the cave that they're making out with that she should not have noticed that that wasn't Brandon. Third, her best friend doesn't tell her. Doesn't say like, hey, you just made out with a fucking 10-year-old. You're <laughs> 17. Sick bitch. You fucking 17-year-old bitch. You just made out with a 10-year-old. Third, and she's like, and Mikey, uh, 
you keep kissing like that and uh the other girls are gonna be jealous and then but before that she kisses Brandon and she goes what happened to your braces yeah he took them off in the cave he never had braces you, you fucking you dumb it, cunt like you look at him all the time and you didn't notice that he never had braces your ex-boyfriend tried to murder him. You didn't notice when he was screaming for his life? He didn't have fucking braces on his teeth? And then, yeah, and then Mouth goes, you'd be hot if it wasn't your face. It's like, whoa! <laughs> you'd be hot if you were someone completely different. Yeah. Listen, now, you'd pussy, be really hot pussy. if you... <laughs> your pussy might be great, but you'd be hot if your face looked like somebody else. Uh, I guess. I guess I'll have the deal. I can't fuck Andy, so... I guess I get the consolation prize. Yeah. Eh. Hey, Martha. Uh, I'd fuck you if you were hotter. But she's, she's like seven years older than him. Yeah, he's also like 12 and she's 17. So it's like, oh, all right. I guess uh, we'll just fuck now because we're both <laughs> minors. And then, so they don't sell their properties for whatever, for a couple gems. Here's the problem I have. This is the. This is it. This is it. This is the problem you have. Holy Mary, Mother of God! Would you look at that? A pirate ship in the ocean. It's a pirate ship in the ocean, and no one is saying, "Yo, there's fucking millions of dollars on that shit." Yo, hey, you you know why we've been missing for three days? Because we were trying to find the fucking treasure it's on there. that fucking it's ship. It's you can swim. To where that boat is right now and get it. Go get a fucking Coast Guard boat. Go out there and get the fucking treasure. All of it. It's ours because you found it. Yeah. And where does the boat go? Where does the boat go? It just goes into the ocean. Never to be seen again. And then so the Dread Pirate Roberts gets it. So the Fratellis just waddle up to the, the beach and they get arrested. Well, thank God the police were there. But they were going to shoot them. They're gonna shoot sloth. They're gonna shoot sloth. Now they're gonna shoot sloth because he helps over Tellys. They're gonna shoot sloth. The police. I don't want to talk about the police today because people take, give police a hard time. The police in the eighties literally would murder people from being unarmed on the beach. Yeah, because they looked retarded. Or oh, look at this fucking weird monster. They're gonna shoot fucking sloth and his family dead on the beach in bunch in front of a bunch of kids and the entire town. And the kids had to hold up a fucking pizza box, which meant all the cheese slid off the fucking pizza. And that's not stopping a bullet. No. It's <laughs> not a bulletproof vest. Well, we skipped over the fact that there was a cutout octopus scene. Oh, the octopus was very scary. There's a scene. There's two scenes. And I sent you one today. And I didn't believe you. I didn't believe I you. I proved. There's, so there's a scene cut out of the movie that I originally saw... Oh, God, it's got to be like 25 years ago. On the DVD. No, no, I didn't see it on DVD. Like, TNT, like, showed the movie, and they showed the octopus scene. And it's fucking terrible. They literally kill the octopus. This is true. They kill the octopus by throwing a Walkman in his mouth. That played Cindy Lauper. Yeah, Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I'm Cindy Lauper. They they killed this octopus. It's it's mouth and uh, Martha Plimpton, and it's like stop touching me. I'm not touching you. Stop touching me. And then the octopus comes up and grabs Martha Plimpton and mouth, and then they're all you know. And it swims down with the Walkman. 
Yeah, and then Brent, he goes down, he throws the Walkman in his mouth, and a Walkman kills the octopus. And it's it's good thing they cut that scene. But there's another scene that I found out literally about today. Yeah. That they cut out of the movie. It was movie. a subplot. It was a subplot in the movie. This is 100% true, and you could find this on the internet. Steven Spielberg wanted to have a scene in the beginning of the movie about escaped gorillas. And there's a scene you could find. It's There's no sound to the scene. It's a literally a scene they went, let's try this. Oh, this sucks. Cut it. It was after Troy and the dad were at the house. And they yeah. They, they, it's when, when Tro- Troy's father goes to the Walsh's house to deliver the eviction notice, it was after that scene, there was a, the scene where the Troy goes, let's start at the Walsh's houses. And it's, it's him and the father, and they walk away from the car, and the next shot is literally two gorillas driving a car being chased by the police. Are the police shooting at them? The police are shooting at them, and then the police crash into Troy's father's car, and the gorillas get away. And now if you think I'm making this up, I want you to Google Goonies gorilla scene. Yeah, it's, it's true. I didn't believe it. It's a real scene that exists that was supposed to be there was supposed to be a subplot of gorillas leaving the, the in the movie. So, fuck the Goonies. I still love the Goonies. All right. Well, Vinny, it's been almost 4 hours. Um I'm glad we finally got to do Extreme Rules 2021. No, we didn't do that. Oh. No, we didn't? We didn't even do any of that. Like, not one part of it. Are you sure? Yeah. All right, we'll do it next week. Okay. Vinny, why don't you tell us where we can find you and this show on social media? You can find me on Vin Vin Front Face L-O-K on Twitter. Vinsky3 on Instagram, Vinny Violence on uh, TikTok, and you can find our show on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Ryan, where can we find you? You can find me at ObsoleteMule256 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show at FrontFaceLock on Twitter, FrontFaceLock Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. You can buy our merch at zazzle.com slash store slash frontface.podcast. You can, we are sponsored by Lucky 13 Beard Company. Quality products at affordable prices. I mean, I think we've learned a lot today. What did you learn? You learned a lot today? I learned that Sasha Banks is a um, cunt who thinks that she's worth more than she actually is. Wow. I also learned that Amanda Huber has proved my point that she exploits her child. I've learned that Chinese food places exploit the stapler industry. I've also learned from you that even though you have a love for Legos, you would still fancy George Animal Steel. I've learned that if you find a machine in a basement that makes $50 bail, it's not going to save your house. I've also learned that if I find a mysterious pirate map in my father's attic and then go on an adventure and then find jewels that is going to save my house, that 
Make sure you know how to speak Spanish. Make sure you know, yeah, because no pen, no pen, no sign. I've also learned that no one respects volunteers. Not one. I've also learned that if you are advertised as a burger place, a chicken place, or a taco place, or a ice cream place, stay in your fucking lane. I've also learned that even Muppets can be racist. All right. Well, anyway. All right, buddy. Well, I will talk to you soon. And, uh... Zip it up. Zip it out. All right. Zip it up. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. Uh, see you. See you. All right. Uh, later, dudes. S you in your A's. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's.